Across the UK, online and on DAB. The wild man of late night radio, Ian Lee. Differently interesting nocturnal emissions from a legend of late night radio. On air and off the leash. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Grab pussy. You can do it right now, please. Please do it. I need your help. 0344. Macabot, not Mecca Macca. Macabot is coming on a treat. And by that, I mean I did absolutely no work on it over the weekend. At all. Instead, don't shout. Instead, I watched the tennis film about the lady player against Steve Carell, the 40-year-old virgin. I watched that. And you know what? I quite enjoyed it. It was better than the French zombie film I watched, where they were speaking English. Good evening, dear listener. This is the Late Night Alternative. Weeknights from 10 on Talk Radio. Listen on DAB. Download the app or go to talkradio.co.uk. You can call in about anything, almost anything, because I've got some thoughts and we need to have a discussion. We need to talk about Kevin. I don't know. Um, is that what it, that, that book is called? We need to talk about Kevin. Um, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna drop, I'm gonna drop a bombshell on you. I, I, I tweeted it last night, then I instantly regretted it and deleted it. But don't. But it, it's right. So today's Monday. In forty-eight hours, Catherine Boyle and myself will have hung out and interviewed Jeff Goldblum. Now I'm saying that. Because no one, Johnny Seifert, no, nobody who works here at Talk Radio could sneak in and steal that interview from us just two days hence. So Wednesday, at some point, I'm not saying where and I'm not saying when, but me and Kath are going to meet up with the mighty Jeff Goldblum, right? And there, it, it, here's the thing. There cannot be one person listening to this show tonight who doesn't like the big G. Everybody likes Jeff Goldblum. Everybody. Everybody. There can't be one person listening. Let's just take a caller at random. Um, caller, do you like Jeff Goldblum? Oh, yes, I do, Bob. There we go, you see? There can't be one person listening to this who's going, oh, flipping Goldblum's on the show. Hate that tosser. Well, I won't be listening to Wednesday's show. Tom Snorbrick, it is for me. Duncan Snarks! And, you know, the, the, the other people on the... I don't know. There can't be anybody who, who, who will be angry that we've got Jeff Goldblum, a very, and I'm going to say it, a very highbrow guest on the show on Wednesday. But it does mean... And me and Kath have known this secret for a couple of months, about three or four months... I heard he was doing something, and I WhatsApp Kath and said, you know what, Jeff Goldblum's doing something. I'm going to send an email, see if we can get an interview. We won't, we won't, but I'm going to send an email. She went, yeah, yeah, you're right, send an email. So I sent an email, thinking, we won't get, we won't get Goldblum. We're not going to get Jeff Goldblum, not on this little crackpot show. Person replied, yeah, I think we can sort that out. Be the 3rd of October. We'll, we'll send you details nearer the time. What the heck? What the heck? And as it got closer, I kept waiting for the fob off, and 
sending emails going, can, can we confirm, have we got a time for them? With, uh, and we get, we're getting passed around, and that usually leads to a Belinda Carlisle incident. If you don't know the Belinda Carlisle incident, I won't bore you with it, but she was booked for this show, and then Johnny Seifert, who walks here, works here, stole her and got her on another show here. And her PR person was like, well, you know, decent, and salt and pepper. Um, if, I swear to God, if he if he steals Goldblum, I will actually kill. I will kill. I will kill Sifa and Goldblum. Then we got an international incident on our hands. Is that really what talk radio? Is that really the image talk radio wants? Um, and then on Sunday, I thought, ah, this interview's supposed to be happening on Wednesday. It won't be. I'll send. I'll send a slightly angry, you know, a terse email. We got any dates? For this have we got time for this? I'm trying to sort out childcare. Yep, it'll be this place, this time on Wednesday. What the heck? What the heck? This is insane. You know, the, the, what, the, 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 okay. Try and name a celebrity. 0344 Try and name a celebrity that everybody likes. That's the game tonight. A celebrity that everybody likes. Right. <clears throat> so Goldblum. There can't be anybody listening who doesn't like Goldblum. Another one... That everybody likes. Flisty Kendall. Yep, nice one. Thank you, Kath. Okay. This one's... Okay, I'm just going to put this out there and see what people think. Melinda Messenger. You don't... Kath is shaking her head. Okay, Kath hates Melinda Messenger. She's got boob envy. She's got nice lady envy. That's fine. Um, She's typing on the screen that she hates her. And actually, she's she's typing some stuff that is, is libelous. So I can't even repeat that. Um, 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number. Let's try and find the perfect celebrity that everybody likes. I think there's only one. I think it's only Jeff Goldblum. I want to talk about black magic in a bit as well. And also an incredible story that I heard on the radio. It was like a throwaway story on the radio today. And I thought, whoa, that is going to make a good film. It's an incredible story, and I've not read it all. I've, I've got the, the page from The Guardian, and we'll have a little look at it in a bit. Alan Caddick! Hey, Can you name a celebrity that everybody likes? So far, we've got Goldblum and Kendall. Kay Lawler. Oh, come on, mate. Get, to, to try again. Not everybody likes... I, I work with her, and I hate her. Oh, well, yeah, the perfect... I hate... Kid. I hate Lawler. What about Alison Hammond? No... What about what your boy is? No, I bet there are some people that dislike Briars, and I can understand why. He's a good comedian. Uh, I bet he's a shit. Have you ever seen him in Decreasing Circles? Yes, mate, I have. I have. But I come bearing sad news today. Oh, God. Alan, not your your um, f- ten hours late death announcements. No, Jeffrey from Rainbow died today. Yeah, you're ten hours late death. Everyone knows that. The beginning of my childhood, he was. And of course, Jeffrey from Rainbow saying, She may be the lady of a bubble to need a da 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 da
of them when they did a rude version. I wonder... Hang on a minute. I'm, st- I'm stuck in them. Let me see if we can... I don't know if we can actually play it. I don't know, I don't know how rude it is. Hang on. YouTube rude rainbow. Let's have a... Here we go. All right. Well, uh, okay, let's have a listen. This is rainbow... But they did a rude version. This is genuine. This is actually them, right? But I don't know if they do swears or not, so we'll hover. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> One skin. Two skin. Three skin. Four. Uh, Zippy, where's Bungle? Oh, I think Jeffrey's trying to, to get him up. <laughs> Oh, I can't get it in, Jeffrey. <laughs> well, you managed it last night, buddy. Yes, I know. Well, 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 let's try the other way around. Oh, Jeffrey, have you got one? Oh, I've got it in. Hello, Bungle. Oh, hello. We're going to talk about playing today. Uh, playing with each other, Jeffrey. Yes, Bungle. Tell me, have you got a special friend that you like to play with? Oh. Yes, we. Yesterday, we played with our balls, didn't we? Are we going to play with our friends' balls today? Yes, and we can play with our twangers as well. Have you seen Bungle's twanger? Yeah. Oh, I have, yes. I showed him how to pluck with it, yes. <laughs> yes, there's my plucking instrument. Can you pluck like Bungle? Yeah, I can. I'm the best plucker here. Okay. Back to Bungle's twanger. Oh, Jeffrey, we could all paint our twangers, couldn't we? Well, not now, Bungle. It's nearly time for us all to go. Oh, well, that's just beans. I don't know. Let's sing that plucking song again. <laughs> oh, yes, and then Rod and Roger could get their instruments out. And Jane's got two lovely miraculous. Oh, what a smashing idea. James, We could hear you all banging away. Banging can be fun. Yes, and I was banging away all last night with Rod and Roger. Yes, but it broke my plucking instrument. Oh, well, never mind, Roger. Look, we're all going to sing the plucking song. Come on, everybody, get your instruments out. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you want to blow my pipe while I'm twanging away? Oh, no, Rod. <laughs> I was blowing a lot with Roger last night. Uh, but would you like to play my maracas? <laughs> no, no, let's just pluck away with our twangers, yeah. Yes, it doesn't matter what size your twanger is. <laughs> I've got a big red one. <laughs> I've only got a tiny twanger, but it works well. I like to play with it. <laughs> well, have you got your twangers out? And remember, you can bounce your balls at the same time if you like. Well, if you haven't got any balls, you could ask a friend if you can play with his. Right, come on, let's all sing. It's how he'd want to be remembered. Are we all ready? It's time for us all to go now, but don't forget to get your twangers out and play with your balls. See you soon. Bye. It's how he would have wanted to have been remembered, Alan. Classic. Yeah, classic caddick. You really lowered the tone of the show, Alan. Shame on you. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Good evening, Jack. Good evening, Ian. Good evening, Cass. Hello. Hello, Jack. Hello. Uh, yeah, that was a fantastic clip there it's of good clip, Rainbow. Isn't it? Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I love that. I used to. I've rung in a couple of times actually before and done the the old zippy voice, but uh, obviously oh. not going to do it tonight with uh, Jeffrey. Hang on, hang on a minute. I don't yeah. think it would be disrespectful to Jeffrey. Well, hey, Frank, what works for Joe? No, Jeffrey voice. Couldn't do it. I, I suppose. Oh. I mean, I, I do <laughs> zippy. Talk about big red one. No, I, I think my I think my voice is better. I don't know. No, but you can do the George. Well, I can do George. And, and I can do as if I think mine's been... Well, I think I yours probably I think Ian's is. I think yours probably would be. May God... Remember, because um, Jeffrey did Rainbow, and then he yeah. struggled to get work. Yeah, and there was a big... There was at a one big point, he was running a minicab firm. He was, I don't know if that's He was true. running a minicab. And I remember about 20 years ago, there was a big story, shame of... TV Jeffrey as he stacks shelves in a supermarket. Yeah. Uh, and I hate those stories because sh- surely the story should be congratulations to, to man trying to provide for himself and his family by taking any job he can. Well, that yeah, should always be the story. The legacy left as well. I mean, how long do well, series last these days? Well, exactly. You know, yeah. right? it's, it's not get it's not get you know too carried away. I think it's, it's very well, sad. That, you um, know, twenty odd years. Yeah. It's a good yeah. while. He had more impact on me culturally than Charles Aznavour. That much I know. Well, I'm not even sure who that is, I'm afraid. Oh, well, then there you go, you see. Yeah, All right, fine. Well. Choose your own adventure. We're following the Jeffrey from Rainbow Park. <laughs> Good for him. Anyway, Jack, what have you got for us? Well, that, that was it, really. Oh. I was ringing about Rainbow, but um, mm. also I was delighted that you redid the uh, the Chaz interview from last week. Oh, that's great. Wasn't it? Did you I really... loved it. I mean, I'm, I'm a total music geek, so you guys jamming together and oh, him getting that old oh. banjo, that was brilliant. I, I oh I nearly said something I'm not allowed to say. Oh oh okay. <laughs> I nearly I nearly I, I nearly because I, I was speaking to Paul Garner over the weekend, his son-in-law, and, and I, I'm I'll give you stum. Give me stum. Ah okay. But, okay but, but listen to this space. Right okay I'll I'll keep an ear. Yeah, and I'll listen as well. <laughs> uh, that was terrible, Jack. Good evening to you. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. I nearly I nearly spilled a classified secret there. Uh, this is the late night alternative. Can we find a celebrity that is universally liked by everyone? So far, we've got Goldblum and Felicity Kendall. I'm going to throw Jean Claude Van Damme out there. Kath says no. Well, she's a miserable silencer. The radio show for people who know the best part of the day is the night. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Oh three four four. Four nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. Yes, Callum. Yes, Callum. Hello. Yes. Uh, two celebrities for you that you, I think, universally are liked. Okay, go on. You know, you know, my producer Catherine Boyle thinks yeah. you're, you're Gatford. I'm not Gatford. No, I'm a second time caller. No, and, and I know you're not Gatford. She wrote, she's written on my screen. Sounds like Gatford, and I know you're not Gatford because this is Gatford. Hello. It's that kind of irritating, <sighs> boring wine. So you speak again, Callan. Yes, thank you. There we um, go. Will Smith. And you speak, Gatford. Uh, yeah, uh, you I was see, go for chalk. It's like it's like it's like chalk and shit. <laughs> right, hang on. Right. Well, so, Callan, who are you going for? Will Smith. I just said Will Smith. No. Or Morgan Freeman. Oh, for God's sakes! Well, no. Um, wow. Remind so me who what? Dislikes, who dislikes Morgan Freeman? Remind no, me what sure. Morgan Freeman's been in. Shawshank Redemption? Yeah, no, uh, he's... No, Morgan Freeman uh, is controversial now. Yeah. Uh, is Morgan, Why is he controversial? He's controversial. He's a looker and possibly a perv. This is what some people are saying. 
Oh, disaster. Yeah, so you, yeah, you, no, you yeah, you've got to, not everyone, a lot of womankind and a lot of blokes as well don't like Morgan Freeman for his attitude towards women. What about Will Smith then? Because surely his attitude is upbeat, optimistic, he's happy, he I interviews well. I hate the song Miami. That's a very good point. That and as a direct like, result, and I like Will Smith, I do like Will Smith, but there's bits of him I, I hate. And I hate Miami, I hated Suicide Squad. Um, so no, I don't think he's as universal as you would like him to be, unfortunately. That's a sad story. Well, I'll go back to the drawing board. Yeah, Keep up the good work, Ian. The th- show's sounding amazing. Hey, thank you, man. Cheers, I appreciate that. It, it, it won't sound amazing now, because Gatford's on. Yeah, whatever. Um, the only member of the Saturday Superstore gang that is still popular... Yeah? John Craven. Oh, Craven? Craven's... No, 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 no. Kath, oh, Kath's on. being sour just because she dislikes you. Craven's well, not... Because... Craven's not a bad one. I tell you what I'm going to put Craven down... Uh-huh. With a question mark, and if anybody phones up and violently well. disagrees with Craven, he's off the list. Well, because you can't go for Edmonds. I know, because he's a, he's a knobber. Uh, Chegwin, people don't like because he stole jokes, yep, allegedly. Yep, 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 yep. Philbin, don't know. Uh, oh. Hang on, Bag, Bagpuss Postgate, he's got a great yeah. one, he's got a great one. Michael Palin. It's true, agreed. Palin, Palin's Palin. definite. Palin is a Why definite. Why is Palin not sir, or is, did he give it up? Um, he should be. Shouldn't he? I wonder if he's turned it down. I kind of think he has, because he should be, shouldn't he? He's not got any letters after his name, has he? Uh, no. Uh, well, no, I don't know. I remember I John so. Cleese, about ten years ago, complaining that he didn't have... He hadn't been knighted or got any letters after his name, but because he'd moved to America. And if I'd have bl- bloody stayed yeah. in England, I'd have been knighted. I'd insert John Cleese by now. Um, I, rec- I reckon Palin's turned it down. Yeah. yeah. Could happen. Could happen. Would, would you? Uh, listen, it, OK, here's the thing. Yeah. I would love to think that I would turn it down. But, but of course, I'm going to take anything if they gave me anything like that. Of course, I am. You would kneel before the Queen in a second, yeah? Oh, God, totally. Yeah. I would kneel before anybody wearing a crown in a second. Um, and I would, my, it would thrill my mum, and I would make sure that um, all of my um, emails were the, the automatic signature was Ian Lee, OBE, or Sir Ian Lee, or whatever. And I'd make sure that it was in the trails for this show. And that I was, Oh, Catherine would, wouldn't be able to look me in the eye, wouldn't be allowed you to look me in the eye. You have to change your Twitter profile. Everything would be changed. Yeah. Can you recommend many good films at the moment? Yes, I can. The tennis film um, with the lady and, and the 40-year-old virgin. You mean Billie Jean King thing? Yeah, sure, why not? The Michael yeah. Jackson story. Watched that last night. It was a great film. Wasn't expecting much. Thoroughly enjoyed it. I like the Steve Carell. I like that guy. I think he's a good actor. Who's smug? Steve Carell. Who's, you put smug on my screen. Who is... You didn't even remember you put it there. Uh, Will Smith. Uh, the only reason Kath is not in the studio with me is because I'm jealous of, of how popular she was with you guys... When she filled in for me, when she filled in for me on Thursday, a lot of people liked her more than they liked me, and I thought, well, let's just nip that in the bud. It's a simple thing. It made me jealous, made me lose my temper. I got angry on Twitter. I got angry on the show. I thought, no, 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 no. I'm bigger and better than that. And if you prefer Kath, well, you're obviously an idiot. Um, and so I have, um, I've said that before. Uh, so, I, so she's not in the studio tonight. Um, so you guys, uh, just be grateful that you've got me. Okay. And, um, yeah, let's go to Mike. Good evening, Mike. 
Oh, hi, sorry, I thought you said Nick for a second. No, um, I definitely, I definitely said Mike. I can. I will nominate you for an MBE tomorrow. It's a relatively simple process to nominate someone. So I'm going to nominate you for an MBE tomorrow. That'd be I'll wicked. Send you an email. To, I'll, I'll send you an email to prove I've done it. Yeah, thank you, man. Um, thank you. If you get one, can I come in the studio for an hour? Um, no. Why would I want to hang out with plebs? I'm going to be a member of the British Empire. Fair enough. Um, I'll still nominate you for People it. People are suggesting Tom Hanks. I've, that, I've got a list. No, he can't be. He's very nice, but he's no, he's insufferably nice, isn't he? He's not super. He's just too nice. I I think because because Goldblum, you know that Goldblum smoked a bit of pot in the seventies. You know that. You know that he was a little bit of a naughty boy, but not you know in a fun way. Mm. I can't imagine even um, during the bachelor party days. I can't imagine Tom and Tom Hanks smoking a doobie. And not that that makes you cool, but it just seemed to have loosened up. Goldblum, Goldblum, is. Like twenty times looser than Hanks. Hanks is stiff. Goldblum is loose. That's, do you know what I mean? That's the only way I can describe those guys. And Tom Hanks had a better career as well, really. When you think about it, there's a bit of one of those things that surrounds Jeff Goldblum. Career-wise, he's not done that much. He's only had one or two so, roles so, that he's really that, famous for. Sorry. Well, well, well. Are you insane? So you're saying he's what? had two? Right. No, 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 no. I've got, I've got a spare sheet of paper. You're saying he's had two two roles that he's famous for, yeah? Uh, yeah? Uh, yeah, yeah, in my opinion, yeah. Go on then. Oh, oh, legal caveat emptis emptor. I see. Well, let's hear the two. Let's hear, Mike. Let's, let's hear. Let's, can, I, can I just say my celebrity first? No. Well? I've got a really good celebrity. Oh, no, we'll get to the celebrity, I promise. Don't worry, I'm going to oh, cut okay. off. Go oh, on, right. name um, the two films that you think Goldblum is famous for. Was he in The Fly? Right. Was it The Fly 2? Right, OK, well, he's in The Fly, yeah. Yeah, that's one, yeah. Uh, the Fly, yeah. and um, then he was in Jurassic Park 2. Okay, he was in Jurassic Park 1, wasn't he? Yeah, but he's not as famous for that. Okay, right. Well, I'll give you Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Is that the one where they go, and point with the mouth open? Yeah. Is he in that? Yes, mate. He's in that. Him and Lennon Nimoy. Yeah, Lennon Nimoy was a cool thing on his hand, so that's all I remember. And now, actually, saying that, I can't name any more Goblin movies. And I don't think you'll... I imagine you don't like Thor, Ragnarok. I did like Thor Ragnarok, yeah. Did you? Have you heard what his new film is? Tiki with... I can never pronounce his name. Tiki with Titi. Independence Day. Oh, yeah. Oh, you, ha. And then the big one, Independence Day 2. Was he in that one as well? Hey, that was the worst film ever, yeah. I don't begrudge I don't begrudge actors doing bad movies. He only had a tiny part in Annie Hall. We're talking about starring parts. This is why Catherine again is relegated. I don't understand why she was more popular and we got this through um interpolating tweets, the phone comments, digital spies input which we look at on a regular basis, and also the the computer system that that analyzes people who listen. Um and she was um 17% more popular than me. And yet Sorry, Catherine, welcoming, isn't it? She's very much like you feel like you speak. You feel like you're six and speaking to your mother. Or your grandmother. But but she then types on the screen Annie Hall as a Jeff Goldblum movie. Jeez. I don't know what Annie... I've never seen Annie Hall. I don't know what Annie Hall is. It's a, it's a movie by um, uh, um, Woodrow Allen. I don't know who Woodrow Allen is either. You don't know who Woodrow Allen is? No, I'm a troglodyte, sorry. Well, shall I... You've, so many lowbrows. Shall I... Um, oh. Shall I Shall I abbreviate his name to the more popular um, name Woody? 
I feel like I'm going to be angry for the next two years, but you can do. Did you see that guy, man? <laughs> that, guy, that guy's gone nuts on Twitter. He sat Mr. Albers. Yes. This, uh, two years ago, I, I said, I called him lowbrow for, um, well, I tell you, I can play you the clip because he set up a YouTube channel today. Oh, he sent it to me. And then to play like, the clip. This is, this is what happened. Look. My friend took me to see Kingsman, the Golden Circle, which has got a 40% yep. rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Yes. And guess which film was better? Kingsman. Here's it was the, amazing. Here's the thing. I think what we've learned about you, Mr. Albus, is you are lowbrow. Lowbrow. You are lowbrow. But don't you hate Blade Runner? Uh, well, that's by the by. You are lowbrow. And what? What can, can I ask for a, an expansion on what you mean by lowbrow? Well, you like Kingsman. You don't like Blade Runner. It's lowbrow. Well, I don't. It's not like I go out. I just went and saw it, and it was a very enjoyable movie. No, you are lowbrow. <laughs> Thanks for your call. That, um, that, so that was like two years ago, right? And then, then he got he phoned up again last week and got pissy. And then today, um, I was tweeted by loads of Twitter accounts that had either started that, that that had started been set up in September or today, having a go at me saying it's disgusting that you called call a lowbrow, right? So they're obviously set up by him, right? Then he posted it on you. He set up a YouTube channel today and posted that clip on there. The guy's nuts. Does that genuine question? Does that not scare? That isn't, I'm not really working in the media, obviously. That would frighten me if someone no. could be bothered to go to that level of effort. That doesn't frighten me. That doesn't frighten me. That uh, that I honestly, I would been every time a new one popped up, I would text Cass straight away and go, he's done, he's done another one. That has made me laugh a lot because because he's taking it seriously, right? And also he, uh, he's saying that uh, I don't think lowbrow is necessarily an insult. You, you know, I was an, I'm a celebrity. It's lowbrow. I took the lowbrow dollar. Lowbrow's not an insult. This show is lowbrow. It varies. It fluctuates. But it, but I've got nothing against lowbrow. He's took it as insult. So, no, he doesn't scare me. There are others out there who do scare me. But he doesn't scare me, no. It's frightened me. Yeah. Right, I want to say the celebrity, I've got everyone will love this person. And if you don't love this person, yeah. I think you're a Robin okay. deep, deep down. All right, I like that. I like the, I like, I like the, the confidence you got there, yeah. Bernie Cribbins. Yeah, no, I'm 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 liking Cribbins. Yeah, he's just and he did Old Jack's Boat, which is nice for the kids. Yeah. Doctor Who, and then he did some things that I'm too young to remember. All right, said Fred, I have to take my thing off. Took me thing off, then I had to go. What was the? What, I tell you, the song that's better than Right Said Fred is um, the one about digging a hole. Remember the one about digging a hole? Can't dig it there. Dig it elsewhere, you're digging it round when it ought to be square. Isn't that a Beatles song? <laughs> what are you talking about? Is that, are you insane? Have you been smoking no. um, some of Jeff Goldblum's 70s stash? The hell no, is I'm wrong not, with you? I've not done that for many, many years. Oh. That's a different story for a different time. Which may be the thing I miss the most. Anyway, thanks for your call, Mike. Tati by 0344-499-1000, The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on air and off the leash on Talk Radio. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. The Macabot continues to grow, doesn't it, Maca? Yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. 
Now, what do we say, Paul, to anybody who might be harbouring high-quality audio clips of you speaking? Come on. I need your help. You talking to a rock legend. Yes, man! Uh, Sally, Sally! Hello! How is your mum still single, Sally? Unfortunately, she's not single, but... Give me the address of her lover. <laughs> I will kill him. Oh uh, no, I I, I want to do that. Thanks. But, oh. um, me... Yeah, I can't stand him. Oh, let me kill your yeah. mum's lover. Yeah. All right then. Should we do it together? Yeah. Um, that's a bit weird. That's a little bit weird. No, I don't want to get involved in that. In fact, I'm going to report <laughs> report you for um, attempted murder. All right then. Okay. Never mind. I'll do it myself. Okay. And right, we, the yeah. thing is, we know it's the real Sally because her vibrator is bleeping in the background. <laughs> Shut up. I'm still waiting. I'm waiting for them to come round and sort it out. Shut up. I don't Shut I, up. Could I, could I just point out, because there's somebody in particular who, you know, keeps messaging you on Facebook. By the way, by the way, just alone. to say, someone's tweeted yeah. me and you're right. I've never heard anybody refer to Bernard Cribbins as Bernie Cribbins before. You're absolutely right. That struck me as uncomfortable as well. Mm, yes, continuez-vous, yeah. s'il vous plaît, no, mademoiselle. Um, yeah, she's so worried and concerned that my smoke alarm doesn't work. Can I just let you know, love, it does work. I'm not a complete idiot. Well, 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 okay. those yep. are two separate issues. Yeah, two anyway. separate issues that whether the smoke alarm were well go on then um ho- do you smoke um i might do occasionally right. could you smoke could you smoke under the smoke alarm let's let's hear if it works then this is this you is want, oh safe this you is safe burn some toast i tell you what i'll burn some toast in a bit and i'll phone you no, back later no 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 do it now we we'll, we'll wait we're in no rush <laughs> we've only got d on next no if the smoke alarm works can you set it off for him? No, no, don't press the button. I want it to be smoke that sets it off. <laughs> don't press the button. He wants, to, he wants it to be smoke. So you want me to start a fire, do you? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Go on, then. Right, it's being done. I well, how? I... Describe the scene. This is radio love. Right. <laughs> He's now stood in the hallway, yeah. lighting what appears to be... What is it? No, don't. You know what? This is ridiculous. Don't. What's he burning a napkin? Right. You've not got napkins. You're not posh. What? I don't have napkins. What are you talking about? Paper ones or cloth? Cloth. I have serviettes and and napkins. Proper napkins. I don't believe you. I have napkin rings too. Oh, can I tell you something my youngest said to me today? Kath, my youngest, he's nearly seven. He's seven in January. Right, and we were sat playing Xbox together, right? Oh, my God! This broke my heart. He's seven. What? Right? And he said, um, what's that on the screen? I said, what? He said, what's that on the screen? I said, I said, what, sorry, what did you say? He said, the screen. I said, what are you talking about? He said, the TV. I said, what, do you, what, what is that thing there? He said, it's the TV. I said, what would you call the whole thing? He said, the TV scream. He's been saying scream! He's oh. been saying scream! For nearly oh. seven years! Scream! Oh. The TV screamer! Oh, bless of you. I suppose you put him right. I gave him... I yeah. took my belt off, I gave him ten lashes and sent <laughs> him to his room. <laughs> I don't hear the smoke alarm going off. Well, it's not going to go off, but can you just take it that it works? Well, no, because I, well, I don't want to find out. I'm, I mean, not, this I'm, is not, a, I'm not making a fire. I don't, want, a, I don't want the news no. bulletin at 11 to be yeah. drunk woman, a mystery man, found dead... <laughs> 
in their house that burnt down because they didn't have a smoke alarm. No, right, no, 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 no. My kids are asleep upstairs. I'm not waking them up. Okay. So there you go. Jeff Goldblum can't stand him. Whoa, whoa. What is this? Get pre- prepared to block Sally on Twitter, everybody, because she That's is right. a, a witch. Yep. Don't like him. I just, I, I don't know. Tell me, uh, tell me why. Tell dreadful. me why. Tell me why. His films are dreadful. Oh, Sally, I'm afraid we cut you off. That's a shame. Lunatic. That smoke alarm doesn't work. That's that. That is um, all the uh, carbon monoxide that's going around in her house is driving her do lally. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the phone number. Dion and Lee, stay there. Do you want to hear an amazing story that is going to make an incredible film? Right. I've so, well, we make a good program on CBS Reality. I've started watching CBS. Who is that behind me? What is that screen? Which screen is that? Is that this screen? It's this screen. Oh, I saw a reflection in there, and I thought it was someone behind me. Started watching CBS Reality. It's the great program, um, Murderers and Their Mums. <laughs> and it's murderers <coughs> and their weird relationships with their mums. There was this guy, this Polish guy from the late 70s, and they had Nielsen, Dennis Nielsen from Muswell Hill, Cranley Gardens, near where I used to live. Um, anyway, so listen to this. This is an amazing story and will be great for CBS Reality. It's, it's horrible and it's sad. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm making it out as it's something funny. It's not. It's horrific, right? <clears throat> or it's, it's emotional. And all I heard was the headline in the news. <clears throat> and so I found... I don't know, sorry. This is from the Guardian website. Woman jailed after confessing to 2004 Sunderland murder. Did you hear this? Karen Tunmore came forward in July. Victim Scott Pritchard's dad spent 16 months in jail. A woman has been jailed for the murder of a 19-year-old man in Sunderland 14 years ago, a crime that remained unsolved until she walked into a police station and confessed. Scott Pritchard was found with serious head injuries by the back door of his home in Hendon on the 7th of January 2004 and later died in hospital. Despite a police investigation that involved 300 officers, 1,600 statements and 4,000 exhibits, the case remained open until Karen Tunmore, 36, a children's football coach, admitted to the murder in July. This is some story, huh? So it was 14 years ago. She's 36, so she would have been 22. On Monday at Newcastle Crown Court, she was given a life sentence with a minimum term of 17 and a half years. Tunmore attended Middle Engine Lane Police Station in Wall's End at 10pm on the 31st of July and said she'd murdered Pritchard and could no longer stand the guilt. And that's the thing that got me when I heard the story and the thing. That was the line. This woman's confessed and she said she couldn't stand the guilt. The guilt. Imagine uh, 14 years of that guilt. Was she guilty immediately? Was she guilty for the first year and then it kind of dissipated and then it came back... A year ago? What what was going on? I really want to know how, what she was thinking as the story unfolded over 14 years. And was there a trigger point? She went in on the 11th of July. Was there a trigger point on the 10th of July where she just went, I can't do this anymore? I, I find it fascinating. Um, to get this call, oh gosh, to get the call so long after the event, you have that feeling of it being a bit incredible. DCI John Bent said. He's a Bent copper. 
of Northumbria Police. But actually, once we started taking details from her, she had a chilling amount of accurate information that was never released. Tummel was charged and pleaded guilty at a bail hearing at Newcastle Magistrates Court on 8th of August. She said that on the day of the murder, she was with a man she called Steve, to whom Pritchard owned, owed money. The pair asked Pritchard for cash, and when he said he didn't have any, she saw Red and hit him three or four times over the head with a baseball bat. A story consistent with the pathologist's report. And again, she's a kiddies football coach and has displayed murderous rage at at least once in her life. And you kind of think, (coughs) that kind of rage doesn't happen once. I'm not saying she's murdered other people. But that temper, did that temper come up with the kids, did it come up with her family? Did it? Is it? I, I, there's just so much I want to know. Pritchard um, was the young lad. Pritchard was using crutches at the time because of a broken foot, and Tunmore told police he was sitting down because he was tired when she attacked him. She said she later threw the bat in the tyne at North Shields Fish Key, and sold her car, which had blood stains. In 2005, Pritchard's father, Robert Stacey, was charged with his son's murder. And here it gets, you know, young lad's murdered. That's pretty tragic. And the dad gets charged? Wow. That has got to be, hasn't it, the worst, one of the worst things, right? So you lose a kid. A kid gets murdered and taken away from you. So that's got, for any parent, that's got to be the worst thing. I cannot think of a worse thing. Kid gets murdered, right? And then the police think it's you. You get charged with it. You weren't brought in for questioning. You'd expect to be brought in for questioning, however awful that would be. But he was charged with it. So what did the rest of the family think? Did they all think, flipping it, Dad did it? What? There's so many ripples in this story. Uh, do you want to see if we can get this guy on in this, maybe next this week or next week? Robert Stacey is the dad. If you look on The Guardian, the story's there, S-T-A-C-E-Y. Um, I don't know if he want to talk. I don't know, but um, I'd love to. I'd love to speak to the poor man. Two thousand five, Pritchard's father, Robert Stacey, was charged with his son's murder, but the case was dropped when the Crown Prosecution Service decided there was not enough evidence against him. Bent, the copper, described Stacey's arrest as a sad twist in the tale. He was arrested on circumstantial evidence alone, he said. There was no direct forensic evidence or witness testimony that put him at the scene. There was the suggestion that the pair may may have fallen out, which could have been a motive. Oh, hang on, maybe hold off a bit. Stacey, now 64, is currently in hospital. So we'll hold off after suffering a heart attack. In a victim statement uh, read to the court, Stacey said being charged with his son's murder had stunned him. He spent 16 months in Durham prison before the charges were dropped. Of course, we all know everyone in prison is innocent. What are you in for? Murder. But I didn't do it. Everyone's innocent. But you got the torture of your son being murdered and you're in prison? So you can't be with your family to grieve and you can't go and visit the grave? Stacey described being unable to return to Hendon because of abuse he received from people who thought he was guilty of murder. He said a rock was thrown through his window and he received threats his house would be burnt down. On top of the fact his son's been killed. Just doesn't even bear thinking about. 
Police said Tunmore was very remorseful about what had happened and apologised for the grief she put the family through. Living with a horrific murder like this weighed heavy on Tunmore's conscience, said Ben. He said police were looking to speak to Steve, the man Tunmore was with that day. She said she'd met him through attending car rallies and he was a member of the Mad Dogs criminal gang that operated in Hendon at the time of murder. He was 19 or in his early 20s at the time and had dark hair and a distinctive scar on the left side of his head above his ear. Okay, so this isn't completely noble on her part. She's still being a scumbag. We think she knows who this person is, says the copper, but she won't tell us because she says she's not going to be a grass. Steve might not be his name. She says that after they got rid of the car, they never spoke again. The court heard that Pritchard's mother, Kathleen Pritchard, had always thought his father was responsible for his death. Oh, man. His mum thought the dad did it. Oh, 14 years. The court heard that Pritchard's mother, Kathleen Pritchard, had always thought his father was responsible for his death and she was in a state of shock after Tunmore admitted to the crime. She paid tribute to a wonderful son who had his best years still ahead of him. He'd grown into a kind, confident and well-liked young man who was cruelly taken from us 14 years ago, she said. No sentence today could have brought Scott back and the pain we have felt every day since he was murdered will never subside. All we've ever wanted since his death was justice. While no sentence could take away the hurt that we've felt since Scott was murdered, we can hopefully look forward knowing the individual responsible can never destroy another family. I was in The Guardian, I got that from. I heard the headline, I think, on, on BBC, on Radio 4. And when I came in, I, I googled the story and it kind of popped up. I guess it'll be in the papers tomorrow. Uh, but that's from The Guardian, it's in all the papers. What I, and I, and I, I hadn't quite considered, I didn't know the bit about the dad being accused and put in prison for 16 months. God, the ripples in that story. The thing that really fascinated me was, was the guilt, was the guilt. There's a great scene, there's a Woody Allen film. I think it's Crimes and Misdemeanors, I'm not totally sure. And it is, it's not Alan Alder, it's the guy, Martin Landau. It's Martin Landau. And in it, I'm, I haven't seen it for years, so I'm getting it slightly wrong. Well, maybe. But in it, Martin Landau, Landau kills someone. I think he kills his mistress. And he's like this normal, well-respected kind of businessman, and he kills his mistress. And he bricks it. He is terrified. And he goes back to his wife, and he's all... You know, and, he's, and he's just going... I think he confesses to someone. He says, I can't live with the guilt. I, can't, I cannot live with the guilt. I can't... The guilt, I'm going to confess. And his friend's going, no, 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 don't confess. Don't I can't live with this guilt. I just can't do it. And then it cuts to like 18 months later and you see him talking to the camera, being very calm and going, well, turns out I could live with the guilt. And, you know, the first six months were, were horrendous and I still have nightmares about her, but I'm happy with the way things have worked out. And it's, it, it's such a powerful monologue. It's, a re- it's quite a long speech, if I remember it correctly. I remember watching that and being blown away. Landau's such a great actor. Um, and that's why that kind of hooked on my, my earpiece a little bit. Amazing story. Um, uh, if we find out any more about that, I'm sure there'll be more in the papers over the next few days. But that poor, poor family. Poor dad. Poor mum. Poor boy. All of them, you know. Um, Lee, Dion, stay there. We'll come to you in a bit. 0344 499 This is Talk Radio. Unmissable late night radio with the original king of unconventional conversation. Make contact with Ian Lee. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. 
Oh, I needed that. I was thirsty. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. Um, you know the the drill. We chat about anything. Cass not, not in, in the studio. She was on. She did the show on Thursday. A lot of comments online. Uh, a lot of feedback to the bosses that people actually preferred her. She was seventeen percent more popular than me. Um, so uh, it's probably best you don't hear from her. Uh, you, if you want to speak to her, you can phone her up and tell her you want to talk to me, and she'll put you through. But that's it. Um, uh, we talk about anything. You know how it goes. We are trying to find celebrities that everybody likes. So far, what have we got? We've got um, Goldblum, Felicity Kendall, Craven. Craven's, John Craven's got a question mark by his name. I'm not even going to look at Sam because he won't even know who John Craven is. Of course not. Michael Palin? You don't know who Michael Palin is? You, you don't know who Michael Palin is? Cass, can you, can you flick him? Thank you. Bernard Cribbins? Oh, you're a dick. Um, let's go to Lee. Good evening, Lee. <coughs> Good evening, Ian. Oh, what was that noise at the start? It sounded like a release. Sorry, you... that, was, that was me clearing me throat. I wasn't expecting to be through this quick. That's all I, like, right. prepared a list. I prefer, preferred, I prepared oh. a list. Um, can I just start off with John Craven? Yeah, you're the same age as me. And yeah, I don't old. know whether you expect... But, like, telly time in the house when you sort of were watching things... When news round, come on, and Blue Peter, and fabulous cities of gold, Dog Canyon, all that nonsense just got turned off. John Craven. Whoa, 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 dude, what, you're what, you're what, insane. What, what? Right, okay, yes, and I was going to talk about this the other week, right? Because it was like the 60th anniversary of Blue Peter, and they're they're digitally uploading all the episodes somewhere. And I'm thinking, who gives a stuff? Because no one no one liked it except for the really spotty posh kids. Uh, and we had it. On, did you like it, Blue Peter? No. Uh, we had it on, but it was only because there was nothing else on, right? But it was rubbish. Exactly. No one liked it, and no one liked Newsround. But you're putting Dog Tanyon and the Musket Hounds in the same category? Are you not? I taped. I was out playing football when the last episode aired. I taped it to watch it. No, Dog Tanyon and the Musket Hounds. That was all right, but it was the, it was the fit. Fabulous cities of gold. Was well, it? why did you and include Dog Tanyon and the Musket Hounds in it? Poorly dubbed, exactly the same animation came from the same place, didn't he? I take it back, Do- Dog Tanyan. You, you take Dog Tanyan. You take Dog Tanyan. <laughs> one for all and all for one. Masker hounds are always horny. One for all and all for one. Helping everybody. Shame on you, Lee. Yeah, his voice was a bit annoying, though. His, his voice was irritating. But yeah, John Craven, get him off the list. All right, John Craven's... <laughs> get him off the list. <laughs> oh, Lee's <laughs> furious! Lee is... They can be alive or dead. Or they can be, they can be alive or, they can be alive or dead, yeah. How many am I alive? Like, I've got... well, how many, how many have you got? Go on. The obvious ones, like Peter Kay. Everyone loves Peter Kay. No, they don't. No, they... a, lot, a lot of people hate Peter Kay. Yeah, OK. But my mum likes him, and that's normally my... No, the, no, no, the list isn't who does Lee's mum like. That's not what the list is. Yeah, it's who does everybody no, like. It's hard for me mum to like anyone who, who I... Yes, forget that. OK. Schofield, everyone loves Schofield, surely, even though he's sold out to uh, that car advert. <laughs> he's, he's not sold out to the car advert. His <laughs> job is to is to advertise and do things. It's not selling out. Um, oh, do you know what? I sent them me reg, and they offered me £40 for the car. <laughs> you, got, you got a crap car. 
over six months. It went up like three hundred quid. Well, then it's a great. It's a great. But that's not Sco, It's not Schofield who sat there and the figures come in and he goes, no, "Ah, I'm, give him forty pounds." Okay, you know I've gone off on a tangent. I'm going to do apologise. Okay. Schofield, anyway. All right, I will Schofield. put Schofield down, but I think. I think some people might hate him. I've, I've worked with him. Very, very nice man, which always makes me suspicious. How could you hate him? Okay. He's well, so nice. All right. Well, he is Jack a nice guy. Black. Oh, Jack Black. Doesn't everyone love Jack Black? No. No, some people, ha- some people hate Jack Black. Oh, uh, well, Tim Vine. People hate Tim Vine. Harrison Ford. Hang on a minute. Tim Vine? Oh, no, people... I'm Vine? thinking of, Sha- of the uh, other... Sean Locke. No, um... Again, people find Tim Sean Vine... T- people find... Gags and Tim Vine's brilliant. I love Tim Vine. I think he's one of the best. But some people find those gags and those puns um, annoying. Well, sorry, you called now. You know. I'm well, should we should we pretend this call never happened? And we'll... Harrison, no, we'll go, go for Harrison Ford. No, he's an idiot. You know, why? I ha- I hate him? Harrison Ford. Yeah, but it's not who Ian hates. So he cra- well, no, but if I hate enough. him, then, that, then not everyone likes him. He crash-landed an aeroplane on a golf course and went out with Ali McBeal. Um, exactly. Thanks very much for your call, Lee. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. There's that There's echo that on Dion's line again. What is it? Your echo now. Yes. yes. Bloody landlines. Has it gone and, there? And records, it would appear. Yeah, has it gone there? No. Ah, oh, shit. <laughs> so you pay all this money, you get a landline, we and will, it don't work. We will call you back and we'll speak to you after 11, all right? All right, then, mate. Cheers. That's scuppered me now for the next two minutes and forty seconds. I was also I thought right we can we can fill up to the break with Dion, and then um, well then we can start the next hour afresh with our our hope and our energy. Oh, let me tell you something really boring. Let me tell you something really boring. So you know I got the farm right. Did did a little bit of filming at the farm today. It's exciting. Got the farm. Lawn, big lawn, the farm. So I had to buy a lawnmower, right? Because it's getting quite high. And the, and the old lady next to me said, "Oh, you you you're going to cut that grass, Ian?" So she said, "The old lady said, you uh, you're going to cut that grass, Ian?" Yeah, she did. Yeah, no, she could say yeah. And I thought I got no money, but I bought a lawnmower. And I went on Witch, got a free month subscription at Witch. Must remember to cancel it, otherwise they start charging me for lawnmowers. And lawnmowers are expensive, man. They're expensive. They're like two, three hundred pounds, five, six hundred pounds if you really want to start playing the game. And all my life, for the last 30 years of my life, I've worked with fly mowers, hover, hover mowers. And I hate mowing the lawn. I hate it. But push it forward and push it back and push it forward and spin it round, move it. Oh, it takes hours. I hate it. I thought, you know what? I'm not going to get a fly mower. I'm going to try something a little bit different. So I spent 190 quid on a lawnmower that which gave like 76% to, and that's pretty good. The grass was getting longer, and Betty was saying, Are you gonna cut the lawn? And at the weekend, I thought Saturday, I thought, I'm gonna cut, I'm gonna cut it. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna cut the lawn. So I went into the garage and I set the lawnmower up. This is so boring. I set the lawnmower up and I thought, 
And I was all set to go out and push it back forwards and backwards and forwards and backwards and all that. And I went out and I pushed it out. It cut. It just cut the lawn. I've, I've never seen anything like it. I've never seen anything like it. Right? It just cut the lawn. You didn't have to push it forwards and back and forwards and back like you do with a flymer. Pushed it forward. And went, hang on, that that grass is cut. So I just kept pushing it forward, and that was it. That lawn with a, with a hover would have taken me an hour and a half. It took me twenty two minutes, and I've got stripes. And I've got stripes in my lawn. They're a little bit wonky. I wasn't expecting stripes. But now I know stripes is coming. I'm going to work on the stripes. I'm going to have the best stripes in the world. So basically what I'm saying is I've wasted 30 years of my life with flymo. It's over 50,000 man hours with a flymo. Unless they're advertising with us, in which case I say you should go and buy them right now. This is Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. What was that? What was that? Is what I'm asking. What was that? So I just I just checked my email. I've got like nine emails from this guy. But I don't know why he sent me these emails from this guy, Scott McGovern. It's all about drugs. Um, maybe it's Scott McGovern from Nisus Medical. And the the first I've not read all the I'm not even I've not read any of the emails. But the first line is maybe Sheffield Uni should read more on Google News and provide more informed guidance. And then there's things about fentanyl and stuff like that. And I'm thinking, okay, so the, the, we did the Sheffield University story the other day about the great news that the, uni, the Students' Union is handing out drugs about information about handing out drugs, handing out information about if you're going to take drugs, there's safer ways to take them. So why has this guy sent me eight or nine emails? I don't know what the point is, Scott. So I've just tweeted you, Scott. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Thanks for the emails. Thanks for filling up my inbox. But I certainly didn't get to um, have a look at them <coughs> because. Uh, um, I just can't be bothered. Um, I just can't be bothered. And life's too short, man. And it's a phoning show, and I don't really care. There was a story today that everyone's up in arms about. Um, the, the, the Sun. Uh, the usual suspects are up in arms about about one university telling you how to be a prosy. You seen this? Careers advice. Uni newbies get tips on how to be prostitutes. And I read that and thought, nah, I bet they're not. It'll be the same thing. It'll be the same thing. Unfortunately, a lot of students, a lot of people, have to turn to sex work. Unfortunately, some, a small minority probably enjoy it. That's cool. But a lot of people have to turn to sex work to, you know, feed themselves, buy books, pay their rent, stuff like that. Um, and again, it's not ideal. be heartbroken if any member of my family did it. But if you're going to do it, be good to know how to do it safe. I mean, that doesn't sound too controversial, does it? It doesn't sound controversial. A university has been accused of encouraging students into prostitution by hosting a sex workers' rights organisation at its Freshers' Fair. The events are usually for societies and sports clubs to attract nuisance. Yeah, Freshers' Fair, boring, man. There's lots of boring people. Just with their stalls. Come and join the Young Christian Chess Players Association. Come and join the kayakers. Come and join the computer programmers. Come and join the Christian computer programming kayakers. All that stuff. Boring. Brighton University let the Sex Workers Outreach Project, SWAP, have a stand, the Sunday Times reported. SWAP's leaflets include legal advice for sex workers such as 
You cannot be prosecuted for just selling sex. It is not illegal to work as an escort or to sell sexual services. They also offer safety tips. What's the problem with that? What's the problem with safety tips? I don't get it, right? I don't want anyone to work in the sex industry because... Actually, I take the scratch that sentence. It's not up to me. It's not up to me what young people, men and women, choose to do with their bodies. If they think that that is how they want to earn money... I don't have a moral objection to it. You know, if that's what they want to do, then it's sad if that's the only option they've got. That's awful. You know, if that's the the best paid option, that's awful. I just don't like that. Not up to me, though, to tell anybody what to do with their bodies. I would like them to do it safely. In terms of um, protecting themselves from sexually transmitted diseases and protecting themselves from physical violence and, um, you know, things like that. Feminist activist Sarah Dittam said it was preying on the naivety of young students. She said this is essentially a grooming operation. Pitching prostitution as a manageable, desirable lifestyle equivalent to joining the rowing club. No, 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 it's not. Uh, A lot of students do this job. They do this job. So you might as well get in there and say... This is a way that might make things a little bit easier for you. Swap denied promoting sex work, adding, however, we understand why students may turn to sex work and navigate the legal precariousness as well as potential danger. Um, Navigating the legal precariousness as well as potential danger means students are extra vulnerable and we will help. Tomi Ibukin, president of the university's student union, said Swap was raising awareness of the specialist support they provide. They were not there to advocate sex works as an option to our new students. A 2015 study by Swansea University found 5% of students had done sex work. Wow, 5%, that's a lot. I had a little look at the swap feed. I tweeted them and see if anyone wants to come on. They they didn't get back, but... The swap Twitter feed, really intelligent, well-thought-out, well-organised group of people who know what they're talking about. Really sensible stuff on there. And I bet they've had so much shit hurled at them today because that was in the sun. I think it was on... I think Mike Graham might have been talking about it. I think I saw it tweeted, listed on the talk radio page. Um, so, there were, you know, LBC would have probably done a phone-in on it. This morning might have done something. You know, it's a big thing. And um, their Twitter feed is is a classy act. You know, there's me arguing with lowbrow idiots... And and they're they're a classy act, you know. And I thought, fair play, fair play to them. We want people to be safe, don't we? We want people to be safe, whether they're taking drugs or, um, you know, selling their bodies an hour at a time. We want people to be safe. We don't want anyone to catch anything or die or get beaten up or, you know, be confronted with laws that are not actually laws. People should be informed, you know. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the phone number. There's no echo, Dion. Yeah, I know. I called back my mobile. There we go. I know. I've got a landline, but it's there. I use it sometimes. Nice one. Uh, what can we do for you? Yeah, it is. I was listening. I have been listening out about Brighton and the students and that. Oh, yeah. I agree with you. Yep. Someone wants to do something, they can do it. You know, just educate them while they're doing it. Um, yeah, I, it, it, I, I would rather young people didn't have to turn to sex work, but uh, who, who am I? It's just dawned on me. Absolutely none of my business what people do with their bodies. I can't sit here and tell 
people of any ages how to what they should do with their bodies. If they think that that's the best option they got, that's up to them. And you're right with uh, Mike Graham. He was talking about it, and some weird uncle Ken phoned up some Scottish bloke. Oh, never heard of him. Then he bashed the Bible or something. I have no idea. I've never. I don't think he calls this. Uh, this show. Anyway, I've forgotten what I was going to call about. Oh, oh yeah, it's about no, it's it's about snowflakes. Yes, I called up BBC yesterday. Yeah, they're on about throwing food away. Oh yeah, who, who, who did you speak well, to, Jim Davis? No, uh, yeah, I did. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Yeah. The producer, he said. I said, I made some, I was up for two days, I made a big wrap, you know, like a tortilla wrap. For t- two days to make a tortilla wrap? No, I was asleep for two days, and you, when you, I got up, yeah. oh. I was hungry, I cut the mates around over the weekend. Okay, you seem to have a lot of mates around a lot of the time, Dion, I'm not sure how much of this I buy. Well, it doesn't matter. Can I, permission to, can, can I speak freely, Dion? Let's, I've got, I've got cat... And there's some pigeons. I'm gonna. Can I? Can I throw this cat into the pigeons? If you want, I'm gonna throw this cat into the pigeons. Boom! It's there. The pigeons are scattering, but it's caught one by the scruff of the neck. Yeah, but it's not. Hang on. I'm going for it. I don't believe a word you say. Well, it don't matter. No, it don't. It don't well, like that, there's a philosophical thing. That's a brilliant philosophical thing, and what a great comeback at that speed. I don't believe a word you say. You replied, it doesn't matter. And do you know what? Yeah. I don't think it does matter. I don't think it does matter. But I have to say that every, pretty much everything you've ever told me, from your military service to what you were talking to Kath about the other day, to, 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 to you, you having friends around at the weekend, everything, I don't believe a word of it. So, would you want me to do video of it and send it to you? Yeah, this you're, it's like arguing with a genius. I love it. It's great. No, all right. So as long as you're, you're cool with the so, then that's fine. So then we shall we carry on this charade? Yes. Anyway, what it was? <laughs> yes, charade to be continued, sir. Continuing right. charade now. Yes. They're on about food and throwing it away and things like that. But don't just tell me. Don't just tell me about the conversation you had on a boring BBC radio show at four o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Don't tell me that, because why are you giving me... First of all, that that, that show is, uh, you know, uh, it, 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 we're better than that. So don't give me their dregs. Don't give me the repeats, the Davis repeats. I'm give me something fresh. To. Well, you are. You're telling me that you phoned up BBC London and you spoke to Jim Davis and this is what you said. I don't care. Yeah. It's snowflakes. What I was going to discuss, they, the producer said, I can't do it for legal reasons. <laughs> Right. What, what's what, what's because I'm going to eat a wrap that I made twelve hours ago, and I'm going to eat the rest of it a day later. He said, "Yeah, because it won't put the right attitude to people that you're eating something that's twelve hours old." I said, "What a load of old cobblers!" Right. I said, it's not going to kill me, is it? He said, "Yeah, but you can't say that on there." And I thought. Oh, I just can't believe how people think like that. Well, hang on. Well, I do, I, so you are phoning up to tell me... So what, are you phoning up to tell me that BBC London is shit? No, that I hate snowflakes and all the legalities. Stop using the word... Stop, stop using the word snowflakes. Stop it. All right. 
Stop it. And, and everyone... No, 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 no. Because you've, you've said two things there that are, that are not connected. Snowflakes and legality. Right. Completely different. Snowflakes is, is... No, no, listen, please. This really gets on my nerves, and it's time someone said something, right? Calling people snowflakes is damaging. Uh, it, 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 it causes low self-esteem. I think it ultimately causes people to harm themselves, and I genuinely think that by bandying the word snowflakes around, we belittle people with serious mental health issues, and I think it can ultimately lead to suicide. So I want to see this word snowflakes banned because if anybody expresses a concern, they are uh, considered a snowflake. If anybody um, has empathy for another human being, they're considered a snowflake. If anybody is scared of doing something, they are considered a snowflake. I think it's derogatory. I think it's insulting. And I think it is beneath us as a species. So let's get rid of that horrible, horrible word. Now, can I say something? Yes. I don't like the word because, really, I don't know what it means. I'm at a generation where I thought it was like a buzzword. So I will will never, ever use it again. Good, good, good. And that's fair enough. Good. Um, I don't know. It's just there's so much censorship these days. That's why I started listening to your station. Well, no, but there's always censorship. It's the same censorship. Here's the thing. Maybe, just maybe, they didn't want to put you on air. Because we do this sometimes, right? Right. We, Kath or Sam, Kath's taking the call tonight, or Sam, I will say at the start of the show, right, I don't want to talk to X, Y, and Z. Because, not because I want to censor them, not because, but because I feel that they've been on a bit too much recently. So I, I will give a cup, two, three, four names that um, I, I don't really want to talk to tonight. And they won't get on. Uh, and I don't know what they say. I, I, I think the line is not tonight, but give us a call tomorrow. Uh, and maybe at, at other radio stations, they have other lines. But, um, you know, quite, maybe they just didn't want to put you on because you were boring. No, they did put me on eventually. Right. So, hang on. So, you got on. So, what is the problem? <laughs> Dion, that is the, no. by, even by your standards, that's a lousy call. You phoned up to tell me that you didn't get on another radio station because you had a boring story. But then you got on, and that was a boring story. Play the ads, man. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Oh, three, I mean, what a story. The story was he phoned up another radio station. They wouldn't let him on, but then they let him on. That's a boring story. I don't believe... I'm feeling mischievous tonight. I'm feeling mischievous, and that's why I really had to suck my... Uh, Suck, uh, what am I trying to, what did I suck? I had to suck it up there. And I don't believe a word Dion says. Don't believe a word Dion says. Because I've been listening for many years. I've had a couple of, you know, a couple of people have reached out and got in touch and told me. And I just don't believe it. But what a great comeback to the line, Dion, I don't believe anything you say. So what? Does it matter? That is heavy. Does it matter? I don't... That, that's really got my brain spinning. That's a stoner question. Does it matter? <gasps> Let me go and sit in the bathroom for three hours and think about this. Let me get some coloured crayons and some paper. I need to draw a graph. Good evening, Simon. Hello, Ian. Hello, Simon. Dion, not said Dion, when he talks about Hitman stories, it's much more interesting. Well, it, yeah. Sure or not. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Dion has been calling me for about 14 years, telling me he used to be a spy. Yeah. Now, we've got a few options available to us. One, he was actually a spy. Okay. Yeah. One, 
he was never a spy and he makes makes it up. The t- three, one, two, three. He was never a spy, but he believes he was a spy, which the way he, to a certain the way extent he, makes it real. Yeah, the way he answered when you called him out suggests it's probably not the first time he's been called out. Well, I mean, yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's entertaining, though. Keep getting get all those stories. Oh. I've got some all around good people for you, Ian. I'll be the judge of that, young man. First one. Yeah. Clive Dunn. No. Granddad. No. No. No, I used to hate, I used to hate the programme. Even though he was, oh. he was a young man playing an old man. That was his act. And you imagine yeah. what a pathetic act. A young actor who puts on prosthetics and makeup and wigs and pretends to be an old man. What a terrible, terrible act. I know. Mm-hmm. I'm not allowing that one. Next. Oh, that's right. Oh, Alison Hammond. We've now... We've we've uh, we've had someone suggest Alison Hammond. I love Alison Hammond. Okay. I think right. she's great. I'm a big fan of hers. But I think uh, right. Okay, I think Alison is one of those people that a lot of people love. Yeah, and some people are indifferent to, and maybe no one the hates laugh, her. But I think I think there's indifference. From some okay, quarters. Fine. There we go. I think there's I'm indifference. I'm going to try again, then. I'll try with her colleague, Holly Willoughby. Right. Thanks very much for your call, Simon. Um, there must be loads of people that dislike Holly. I've worked with Holly loads of times. And she's d- d- wonderful. But there must be people that dislike her success, beauty, success. She's everywhere, doing the jungle, doing the posters. Just all the posters now. She puts in the... In the uh... He's in the old posters. You don't see people. No, they don't put do posters anymore, do they? It's all computers. Now, it's all computers. You don't see anyone up a ladder with a um, bit of... Uh, why, have I, why have I lost the power to speak? Wallpaper paste, that's it. No one does that anymore. There's no skills like that anymore. 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number. i got some bad news for fans... Oh, by the way, the switchboard is empty for the first time this evening. Okay, guys. First time. So now is an excellent time. Now is, now is the time to call. Got some bad news for fans of uh, lightweight, frothy, throwaway detective series. Telly veteran John Nettles has vowed never to play Bergerac again, despite offers. Offers? Mm. Maybe not from TV companies. In the hit BBC series, Nettles was Detective Jim Bergerac, who solved crimes in the Channel Islands while driving a 1949 sports car. After it ended in 1991, Nettles starred in ITV Midsummer Murders. He said, there's often been talk of Bergerac coming back. Bergerac. But he feels it would be wrong. Nettles, now 74. Now, I've heard he's a miserable so-and-so. Nettles, now 74, said, Every five years I get a call. Every five years? I don't know. Every five years I get a call. When midsummer hit, the BBC rang. They were ready to go. But the good thing is to know your time has passed. Then there was talk of this. 
Then there was talk of, get this. Then there was talk of, get this, they will scrape the barrel, won't they? The daughter of Bergerac. Then son of Bergerac. The story was extraordinary. When Jim had been in France, he had an affair with someone who'd had a son he didn't know about. The opening, there's a knock on his door and in comes this young man. How ludicrous is that? He also told magazine TV Years, the 80s. There's a magazine called TV Years, the 80s. How he was delighted his Burgundy Triumph Roadster was sold after the series. I was glad to see the back of it. It would never start. It had been turned over, driven into the sea, had mushrooms growing in it. The man who bought it wrote me a stinking letter that it failed its MOT. He's never been offered Bergerac. He would jump at the chance to do Bergerac again. And he knows it. He knows it, Adam. Yeah. <laughs> yes, Adam. Yeah, all right. Adam, Adam. Hello, 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 Adam. Hello. Hello, Adam. Hello, 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 Adam. Hello, Ian. Hello, Adam. You all right? Yeah. I've got somebody fearless. I think Helen Mirren. I'm doing I'm doing the intro to um, one of the most famous songs in the world with my pen and the lid. See if you can work it out. Right, here we go. <laughs> Myself laughing no. with that. Do you, do you know? Should I do it? Should, uh, this is this is the this is the phone in for the rest of the show. Right, I'm doing an intro to a song, famous song, with my pen and my lid. Here we go. It goes like this. <clears throat> nope, not a clue. That is the greatest game I've ever invented. It is genius, but I think I can only do it with that one song. Um, Helen Mirren, yeah, go on, I'll put Mirren on the list. Beautiful, cool. wonderful, beautiful, talented, powerful voiced, powerfully voiced. Helen Mirren. <laughs> Mirren is on the list. Uh, cool. Is that it? Yeah, that's about it, really. Thanks Just to me. say thank you for your show as well, it's been great. It's helped me get through can some can tough times. Oh, are, are things on the up now? Are you, are you kind of coming out the other side, brother? Yeah, slowly but surely. Beautiful. Can I ask you, did you hear Kath's show on Thursday? I did. I listen to it every night when I'm at work. Okay. Now, who do you prefer? <laughs> and be, be completely <laughs> honest. Be, be completely honest. I don't. I think you both got your own qualities. Yeah, oh yeah no, of course we have. But but who, who, who would you say from a burning building? I'd try to save you both, you know. Okay, but you, like can't, that, you, can't, you can't. You can't. You can't. You can't. You see, that's a double-edged sword, that. Okay. <laughs> Who is your favourite out of the, the, me and Kath? It's a very simple question. Not that uh, much, I don't know, to be honest. You both, it's like when you both work together. When Come on, Adam. Grow, grow a pair, Snowflake. Who is your favourite, <laughs> me or Kath? Uh, for the comedy value, you. Thanks very much indeed, Adam. Always nice to take your calls. Thank you. Mark that down, please. Thank you. Um, let's go to Simon. Good evening, Simon. Good evening. How are you? Very, very well, thank you, Simon. Although I'm going to be up, um, I'm going to get home and I'm going to be up in four and a half hours because the man is coming. It's middle class problems. The man is coming to put together the Ikea bed I bought yesterday. Awesome. 
<sighs> yeah, it was dull. It was dull. Hey, but got some good news. My coat well, hangers then. turned up. Yeah! Oh, the one Carol bought you. The, uh, the what? The ones that Carol bought you. No, no, not Carol. Well, no, uh, no, Carol didn't buy me the coat hangers. The oh. ones that had gone missing, they turned up. That's good news. It's great news. I'm going to hang a shirt on one, a jacket on another, a pair of pants. That's American for trousers. And a sock on each end of a corner of uh, another one? Sure. Why the hell not? i got more coat hangers than i got clothes left to hang. I'm going to go nuts. I'm going to hang my nuts on there. <laughs> yeah. Now, I've got a couple of things, right? First of all, is there any news on the deer from the other night? Yes, I phoned up today. And um, they, the deer is alive. It's on painkillers still. It's been trying to use its legs, but um, it's not been successful so far. And when I told, I told my youngest today, I had him in the back of the car, and I was so proud of him. I, I said, by the way, just let you know about the deer. The deer is all right, and it's on the mend. And my youngest, under his breath so that he thought I couldn't hear him, he grabbed his fist, he pulled it backwards and went, Yes! Like awesome. that. I thought that was great. Uh, but so the deer is fine. And also the lovely people at Tiggy Winkles, because I bunged them a few quid as well, because I was so impressed. I got a really nice letter today saying, thank you for the money. Uh, we believe it was prompted because you brought in a young deer. If you'd like to come and have a little look behind the scenes at what we do, you'd be very welcome. Oh, I'm, I'm going next week. I'm going. That'll be a good show. Are you going to record it? No, I'm going on my own. Well, I was thinking about it, but no, I think I might just go on my own as a punter and have a look around. I think you should do an interview and record it, because most of the listeners would like to hear I tell you what, on. what I'll do is I, is, I might go and have a little look around, but then I might invite someone on from there. Good idea. Yeah, I think we might, I, we might do something, because it's a good old, it's a good old place, yeah. Um, right, Alison Hammond. Why does that, you, you're the third person to say Hammond. No, 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 I don't like her. Oh, okay, right, well that's... Just to add weight, just to add weight to the argument. Okay, fine. Um... Yes. The other thing is, the Rainbow, you're playing clips from Rainbow earlier on. Yeah. Have you yeah. seen on YouTube, have you seen Rainbow's version of Top Gear? No, I haven't seen the Rainbow version of Top right. Gear. If you type in, you type in YouTube Rainbow Top Does Gear... Does it have Jeremy Clarkson in? No, oh. but it is hilarious. It's hilarious. Oh, okay, hang on a second. Um, ah. The other thing... Hang on a minute, hang on a minute, I think I found it. Let's just play the intro. Hang on, here we go. Okay. Hang on. Here we go. Here we go. Oh, that's not there. Here we go. Yay! Sticking up your bum now. That wasn't it. Hang on. Uh, can you can you name this song that I'm playing on my lit my pen lid and pen? Ready? Yep. Round the world in 80 days with Willie Fogg. You're an idiot. Thanks for your call. 03444991000. Catherine is fuming because, A, that young lad said I was funnier, and, B, she doesn't know what the song is. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. Unfiltered Night Talk with the original king of unconventional conversation on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. So this, is, uh, this is what we're playing for, guys. This is what it's all about. What is the famous song... I'm playing on my pen lid and on a pen. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand.
window in my head. It sounds absolutely spot on. You might get it, Sam. It's a song from the last 20 years. In my, it's a song from probably the last 15 years, I'm going to say. I'm going to narrow it down a little bit. Uh, it was about that. I've just shaved five years off of your research files. Um, in my head, it sounds exactly like it. Right? But I am quite prepared to accept that when we play it, it may not sound anything like it. That is your problem. That is what you have to deal with. That, oh, right, speaking of games. So this, this show that me and Kath are doing, December the 9th, December the night, the six o'clock show, there's uh, there's six tickets left. If you want them, grab them. There's only six left. So 84 out of 90, right? So there's six left. The four o'clock show, so the six o'clock show is a rabbit hole. You know the podcast we do. <coughs> the four o'clock show is um, a stupid one-off, silly, nonsensical thing that we're going to do where we're going to bring some board games. You're going to bring some board games. We're going to play board games for an hour and a half. Um, there's about, I need to add it all up. We're not going to have. We're not going to sell ninety tickets. We're not going to have ninety seats available. I reckon about seventy, and we've sold uh, over half in that case. We've probably got about thirty tickets left. If you want tickets for those things, ticketsource.co.uk/ian-lee. Ticketsource.co.uk/ian-lee. And also to say, on October the twenty seventh, I think it is, uh, we got a film club happening. Uh, the Rabbit Hole Picture Show in King's Cross. It's a Saturday night. It's eight quid, and you get to see Fright Night. And me and Kath are going to be there. There's going to be some prizes. We can do fancy dress if you want to do fancy dress. We'll get people up to you know you want We'll have some silly prizes to give away. So maybe it's a couple of DVDs and uh, I don't know. I don't care. Maybe some of my tattered pants or something. I don't know. Whatever works for you guys and gals. Um, that's only eight quid, right? And we've sold half the tickets, and tickets went really fast, and then they just stopped at the halfway mark. So we need to sell a few more. Um, and the reason, ianlee.com slash event, if you want all of the tickets for anything, actually, ianlee.com slash event. Now, the reason why we need this to sell out, because if this sells out, we're going to do a second one in November on a Sunday afternoon at 2 o'clock. And it is looking very, very likely that not only... We'll, this isn't definite for the second one. This isn't definite. It's looking very, very likely that not only will we be showing the Mr. Rogers documentary, Won't You Be My Neighbour, we'll also have an exclusive video interview with the director. Now, not definite. All I know is that the company that owns the rights to Won't You Be My Neighbour, um, I think it's a young woman called Katie, who I've been talking to, or Kate, who is a big fan of the show. And has got the rights to the movie. So I just think, you know, there might be a chance that the second one, it's not definite. The second one, hopefully, will be the Mr. Rogers film, which is great. Such a good film. Such a good film. Um, And that's going to be at two o'clock screening. And there is a strong chance that we will have a video interview that I'm going to do with the director. And we're going to film. But we can only kind of book the second night if the first night sells a bit better than it has sold. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying, okay? What I'm saying is, give me, give me, give me your effing money. Give me your effing money. And Bob Geldof, give me your effing money. Your effing tease. I don't think the word twat was around when Live Aid was around. I don't think it was around. No, 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 no. I remember a teacher when I was 11 called me a twat, which I think is even ruder. Stop being such a twat. Rugby. Rouge V. Rouge V. Stop being a twat. 
grabbed me and dragged me. All I was doing was, I was doing was sat in the back of assembly talking. Jeez, man. And you're going to physically abuse me and scar me for, you're going to sexually abuse me and scar me for life? Um, I don't think, uh, TW80, I don't think that word was around, um, in Live Aid because we would have watched REO Speedwagon and gone, look at those TWATS. Or we'd have watched, we'd have watched Phil Collins flying Concord and called him, we'd have called him it. Look at that, and the, on Concord. No one did. No one did. I don't think that word was around. It'd be great, it'd be great if we could find the history of the word, um, exactly when it was first used, uh, who was the first twat, um, what did they do that was finish, and um, we could get that sorted out. That would be great. 0344 499 1000 is the phone number. The switchboard is empty. Plenty to talk about, including we are trying to find tonight a universal celebrity. We've got a few. A universal celebrity that is liked by everyone. Jeff Goldblum, he's coming on the show on Wednesday. Felicity Kendall. Michael Palin. Everyone loves a bit of Palin. Cribbins, Schofield and Mirren. Any others? We had to strike Craven off, off the list. People are shouting at me, Chris Akabusi. Not having Akabusi. Just Google Akabusi sex stories. Not saying that he's involved in anything dodgy, but some people have written some really interesting hardcore fan fiction about about Akabusi. Have you ever read those stories, Catherine? I wonder if I can um, find them and uh, elicit a phone call from our boss saying, could you stop reading out Chris Akabusi's sex stories, please? Chris Akabusi sex stories. Uh, Gosh, there's there's loads. Um, hang on. Mr. Akabusi, please come in. <laughs> I can't read that. <laughs> I'm going to read it and then I'm going to silence myself and tell you guys the bits I can't read. Mr. Akabusi, please come in said the secretary as she adjusted her horn-ringed glasses and felt the sudden rush of blood. Akabusi strode into the room like a titan with a clown face. I can't read any of that. The bit that I, that I glanced down and saw goes like this. This is just for Catherine and um, Sam. Anyway, I can't read any of that. No, I've not read that. I saw the, the, the corned beef and horseradish uh, blimmer. 0344 499 1000. This is The Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. <laughs> yes, man, yes. Oh, let's see. Is, <laughs> is she going to be doing... Her foreign voice or her posh English voice as she pretends that she's English so she doesn't get kicked out when Brexit finally happens. Good evening, Katia. Hello, Ian. Oh, um, you're doing a saucy, saucy French voice. Filthy, filthy voice, uh, yes. Well, I didn't say sexy. Oh, no, I said filthy. I didn't say sexy. Yeah, okay. 
You've got sand in your no, ears. I've got sand in something, and um, mm. you you don't you got sand somewhere, and oh. it's your fault because you don't speak proper English like I do. Oh, okay, I apologise. Nice in to advance. hear from you. Not it's not you're apologising in advance. You haven't even got your tenses proper. Mm. Now it's nice to hear from you because if you've said yourself, you don't call us anymore. I did say so myself. I did. Yes, yeah. you there, did. There's a song. There's a song uh, in in French about that. It's so funny. Je ne connais pas anymore. Yeah. So why do you have this uh, man coming for your bed? Sorry. The man you, you, coming from my bed. It sounds yeah. like the nineties all over again. No. No. You you said, oh, I'll have this bed from IKEA, and you need a man to. Yes, I need a man. <laughs> A man is coming to build it for me. Together. Where did you find him? Oh, this is the thing. This is the new thing. They're everywhere. Right? If you go into... First of all, I found out about it because I went into Ikea recently to buy some bookshelves. And I saw signs up saying, if you'd like help assembling this, speak to a member of staff. Right? I thought... Okay, because I can build this stuff, but it takes me ages, and I always have one bit of wood facing the wrong way. Mm. So I said, um, I'm buying a shelves and desks, and I said, um, I'd, I'd really like some help assembling these. He said, right, we don't do it, but there's a company that does. You pay us, and a company will come out. And it was like 25 quid to build the desk and 15 quid to build some bookshelves or something like that. And so ever since then, I've got this company. Every time I get a flat pack, um, well... I was going directly, here's the thing, I was going directly to the guy, because the guy came round for the company, Mm. Uh. and he gave me his phone number. So I was going directly to him. And then I went directly to him and and said, um, got a bed, how much to put the bed together? He went £45. Wow. But he couldn't guarantee when he'd come. And I went, Uh. I really need it done this week, because I've got the boys coming. I'll go to the company. So I went to the company. They could guarantee when they came round. And it was 40 quid. It was cheaper to go through the company than to pay the bloke through his back door. But it's great. It's the best thing. And it's 40 quid. That's, that's quite expensive. The, the mm. other things are cheaper. But it's a bed. It would take me two hours to do it, Katia. Okay. Oh, encore une fois. I didn't know there was any kind of business. Maybe I should specialise in that. There's loads of businesses now. You Google it and there are yeah. loads of them. Loads of them. Okay, right, that's good. Um, um, then next topic was... Oh, next uh, topic. Okay, yeah, we're doing that, are we? Yeah, uh, I'm ticking the topics in my head. So that's done. Um, Jennifer Aniston. Oh! A, yeah, no one hates her. Oh, shut up, man. Brad Pitt does. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's right. I've been reading Heat magazine in the early 2000s. I don't read that. So, um, so that's her. And there was another thing. Um, okay, that was that was good. Oh, yeah. Uh, the thing with Dion. Dion rang a few minutes. No, like, what was it, 20 minutes ago? Something like that, yes. Yeah, you're, yes. Not, you're not keeping time. I keep time. 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 I keep time. Time, time, time. <laughs> See what's become of me. That's a great overlooked Simon and Garfunkel song. As I, I look around, <laughs> there are possibilities. Trying so hard to be free. Look around. Uh, do, 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 look around. Okay. Leaves are brown. Grass is ground. Uh, and the space is seen of winter. I, uh, the end of the sentence. I'm trying to think about the end of the sentence. Do you want to hear... Do you want to try and guess what the song is I'm playing on my pen and pen lid? Yeah. Here we go. Ready? Okay. 
And I'm having to hold everything back so I then don't start singing it. Um, 15 years. Sorry? 15 years, you said. Um, what? 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 Well, you, you said it's been uh, recorded in the past 15 years. Yes, something right. like Yeah, yeah. OK. Uh, that's popular culture with you, I guess, is it? <laughs> <laughs> it's a really famous song. And actually, fans of the show, yeah. fans are true fans of me. True. Okay. True fans All right. of me yes. will know uh, exactly mm-hmm. what the song is. Is. I don't think the monkeys have done. Is anything. no, this is you know, les monkeys. Not the monkeys. No, 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 no. Oh, no, no, no. No, 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 no. Is not the monkeys. Excuse me. Okay. Is um, not, is, it is not the, the monkeys. I'm out of my depth. I'm you sorry. are this very, very deep here. <laughs> it's so deep. Uh, uh, your songs might, les uh, wings de la de la agua. So I might ring you if I can think of it, but I just can't. Yeah, all right, whatever. We done. Okay, bye. Bye. Good evening, David. Use this quiet time just to do a little bit of my um, affairs. I'm busy um, making mm-hmm. a post on a Facebook page. So while we're waiting for David to join in. I'm going to carry hey. on editing the part. Oh, David's there. Good evening, David. Uh, yeah, good evening, Ian. How are you? Um, um, I'm d- very well. I'm, I'm editing a Facebook post while I was waiting for you to join us. Sorry, I'll be here. Sorry. I'm taking a drink of water. Actually. Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll join you. Raise a glass. and. Uh... Yeah, I've got a bottle, actually. Anyway. anyway. Beautiful. God's, God's piss. <laughs> okay. Look, I've got a question in first. I bet you yeah. have. Yeah. Do you remember the guy that phoned in? I can't remember the story. I was trying to tell someone. He did up, I can't remember if it was a clown or a sailor's shoelaces. I think it was Neil Diamond, but I'm not sure because I said the story and somebody said, no, it's not Neil Diamond. Yeah, apparently Neil Diamond, Neil Diamond did Neil up Diamond? a sailor's shoelaces, but the more I think about it, the Meyer thing is a yeah. great story, and I love it. And I'm so proud that we got that exclusive, and it makes me think Neil Diamond is a great guy. It was Neil Diamond. Okay. Great. Th- that was it? No, I, well, I had a story about Chris Akabusi, actually. It's not quite on the level of Neil Diamond. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, I used to play in a band for about, well, I've got about 10 years we played in a band just at university. And Chris Akabusi Band! No, it wasn't with Chris Akabisi. Okay. But we wrote a song called oh. Akabisi. Okay. Right? Yeah. So we wrote the song, and people quite liked it when we played gigs and stuff. And then somebody said, Do you know what? You should send that to Chris Akabisi because you never know. It's quite good publicity. If he likes it, he might take it on, you know, have it as his. Yeah, his song, theme is the Chris Akab- the K A T, the cat, the Chris Akabusi theme. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what we thought. Yes, of course right. you did. We tracked him down, and <laughs> we spoke to his PA lots of times. Like I said, like we've written this song, which doesn't seem that interesting. And she goes, "All right, Chris has agreed to listen to it." Oh, Chris has agreed to listen to a song. <laughs> so we got we got the, the demo done and sent it down to him, but he didn't respond for ages. Oh, literally <laughs> kept hounding him, and she goes, "Yeah, actually, he's he's had a listen to it with his people." Oh, uh, we were like, okay. 
What? What's the verdict? His religious people? He said, <laughs> All he said was, nice try, but not my style. <laughs> Ooh, burn! Feel the burn! Ouch! Um, can we hear the song? Uh, I don't, I don't Chris kills cats! Chris Sakabusi kills cats! Was that it? Because I can understand why he it. wouldn't like that. No, it wasn't. It was very inoffensive. It didn't actually mention him in the song. The reason why is because when we played it in gig, somebody said it's like a... You didn't... That, really hang on. It's a song about Chris Akabusi that didn't actually mention Chris Akabusi in the song. No, but it was... It was meant to be... Because it crept up on you and then it was really fast and it had a powerful beat. Oh, like, like, like Chris Akabusi. Like Chris Akabusi in the, when he runs a race. Yes, I get it. He was a race was runner. Explosive at the end. He was the race like runner. Yeah, exactly. We started laughing with something as what, like Chris Akabusi, where we described ourselves. Jojo on Twitter is saying she used to have a crush on Dog Tanyan. I used to have a crush on Dog Tanyan's girlfriend. Isn't that funny? I did. I used to have a crush on Dog so Tanyan's girlfriend. No, the one in the hood. Yeah, the one in the hood. Yes, oh, man. She was fit. She was the one. That, she has got to Everyone be the fittest did. cartoon dog I've ever seen. Yeah, she was great. And you can't include Thundercats in that because they're cats. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I think a lot. Oh, Nigel James is going to get a punch in the nose. Listen to this. Nigel James, right, who said you've got to get, bring Kath back in because it's better mm-hmm. with her, right? Listen to Nigel James, who's now, who's now banned from listening to the show, right? Kath, the show is not as good when you're not on air. Ian Lee clipping a pen lid, guess the song, hashtag poor radio. Says Nigel James, who, um, he's accusing me of poor radio, the guy from Beat Radio 103.2 FM? He's accusing me of poor radio? <laughs> you call in, James. You call in, Nigel James, and you defend your ass. <laughs> um, Lane says the pen lid sounds like intro to Back in Black, but it's not. Um, let's see some of the other answers here. Bergerac theme tune? No. Um, uh, yeah, I know exactly who that was, yeah. Well, the show's not as good, Kath, without you in the studio. Even me clipping a pen lid, as hashtag Paul Radio. I'm only teasing, um, uh, what was his name? Keith James. Gary, Gary James. Nigel James. I'm only joking, Nigel. I'm only joking. It's all fun. It's all fun. Um, uh, oh, man. Uh, yeah. What were we talking about, David? Sorry, I was, um... So we were talking about Chris Akabusi, but I think, I think I come to the end. Shall I do, really. um, shall I do, shall I tell you what the answer to the song is? Can you do it again? Can you tap it again? Because I'm quite good at guessing songs. All right, okay, here we go. Ready, it's just the intro. Okay. Ready, we go. Oh, I balls it up, balls it up, sorry, sorry, sorry. Here we go. Quite quiet. All right. Well, uh, okay. Here we go. <laughs> it's a pen lid, mate. I've not got. I didn't bring my pen lid amp. Here we go. Right. Hang on. Hey, guess is it? Shh, shh, shh. Shall, shall I give you the answer? Because you're all suckers. You're all idiots, and I hate you all. Right. So I'm going to play you the answer, and you're going to go. Oh yeah. No, it's not. We will rock you. Here we go. Right. It's... What did you type for mention? No, no, it's not oh. actually. It's this. Let me do it one more time. So you got it, and I'm going to go straight into the song. Okay. 
I don't think he's talking about a doorbell. I think he means his penis. <laughs> I think, uh, honestly, years of an, an analysis has led me to think he's talking about his old, uh, his old peen. <laughs> um, so that was that. That was it. Was doorbell my doorbell uh, by my white stripes? The white stripes. You don't hear much from her anymore because <clears throat> she had her drums stolen. No, she didn't. She could afford new drums. Um, I think we're done here, David. Yeah, that was good. Thanks very much, Ian. It was good. It was good. Oh, three, four, four. Four, nine, nine, one thousand is the telephone number. Nigel James is now my radio nemesis. The guy, the guy's in big trouble. I'm going to kick that guy's ass. I'm Jacko 07. Stretching it a bit. Star wanted license to thriller. That's not bad. Oh, and they've done. All right, they've done. This is good. So, Michael, sorry, is Michael Jackson wanted to be James Bond? Apparently, and they've done five James Bond films, but that are like Michael Jackson's connected to Michael Jackson. So, the story: Michael Jackson begs Hollywood bigwigs to let him play James Bond. Let me play James Bond. I want to play James Bond. At the height of his fame in the 1980s, Jacko tried to convince super agent Michael Ovitz to bag him the part. The movie mogul, 71, revealed details in his tell-all memoir. Ooh. He said, we took a meeting at Michael's house. He told us he wanted to be the star of an action movie. The industry insider said he and business partner Ron Mayer struggled to keep a straight face. Not helped when Jacko's hat fell in a dish of guacamole. Well, that story took a strange turn. Ovitz said... He picked it out of, and put it back on with a blob of guacamole attached, which began to slide down the rim. We all watched as it slid lower and lower while Michael was pitching us hard on how he was America's next action hero. Then the blob fell off and Ron totally lost it. I cracked up to and Michael stalked out. Stalked out? None of these words make sense. I found him and explained for 15 minutes that we hadn't been laughing at him. Finally, Michael's face cleared. OK, Ovitz, OK, he said, but I want to play James Bond. I'm proud to report I didn't laugh this time. So here are, the, here are if Michael Jackson had played James Bond, these are the movies he would have made. Okay, Number five. Jeez, these are awful, actually. The way Q made me feel. Sam liked that one, so we got a laugh. We got a laugh, Sam liked it. Number four, Neverland, Say Never Again. Never Say Never Again was actually outside of the Bond franchise. It's just Thunderball remade in the 80s. That doesn't really count. Number three, Blame It on the Baddie. Number two, The Spy Who Bummed Me. Yes, man. And number one is Moonwalker. Now, um, I, am I the only person that likes the Michael Jackson movie? Have you seen Moonwalker? I love that film. Oh, I love that film. Oh, three, four, four, four. I just keep thinking that the big boss is listening and is going to phone us at any moment. This is the Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio.
Across the UK, online and on DAB. Take a far out trip into the twilight zone of late night radio with Ian Unmissable late night radio with the original king of unconventional conversation. Make contact with Ian Lee. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. So Kanye West is now called Yay. Ah, <laughs> uh, thing is, I like that. I like that. L- Ian Lee isn't my real name. Yeezy. Yeezy. Um, you, you can, let me try and make an anagram out of Kanye West. Hang on. <laughs> no, I know one. Kanye West. Um, wanky tea. <laughs> okay, that's fair enough. We got there. Um, but I like that. I like, everyone's in was this so so ridiculous, man? Was it? Calling, brilliant. That's what I want from my uh, my pop stars. I want stupidity. I want arrogance. I want like, Lee isn't my real name. He is a great. Uh, yeah, he's the greatest pop star in the world. We know this. I've never actually heard. Um, what is that floating in there? It's coffee. It's coffee. Yeah, it's coffee. But what is it floating in it? It's a coffee. Yeah, I know. But what is that? There's that's a cup of coffee. But what is it? Oh, just put your finger in it and get it out. It was coffee. Okay. And, well, it is coffee. Um. But no, I respect that. He just changed his name. Maybe... Hey, what's P Diddy called these days? Um, he changed it, didn't he? To um, uh, was it Mr Love? No. Yeah, it was. Um, well, no, Brother Love. He was calling himself. Um, look, well, that was Kenny Everett's character, wasn't it? But also, the weirdest thing in the world is when you work out when you're told what LL Cool J stands Ladies for. Ladies love Cool James. That's great. That's the sort of thing that a kid would make up. That is the sort of thing that a kid would make up to hide the fact that he's got a boring name like James. <laughs> that is, that is, James is a solid name. Um, well, it is a solid name, but it's not, you know, it's not... It's like, not hip-hop. It's not Terry, Terry. or Marcus with a K. Not dangerous, those my, names. My youngest uh, got a new baby doll for her birthday. She called it Tony. <laughs> with an I? No, with a Y. Solid. It's a boy? Yes, yeah, a boy. Tony. Has he got a dinkle? Yeah. Has it? Mm-hmm. Does it wee? No. Poo? No. Vomit? No. Only in, only in pretend. Okay. Tony. Tony. <laughs> <laughs> Short for Anthony, of course. Well, yeah. Here's what I don't get right about some parents, sick parents. Oliver, stay there. We'll come to you in a bit. 0344 People that... Like, will call their, ne- their kids like, um, like th- they'll call their kids Tony, or they'll call their kids Jimmy, mm-hmm. or they'll call their kids um, TK. Right? You go, what does TK stand for? Nothing. Sorry, you know that's their name. What? That's their. And so on their birth certificate, it says TK, yeah. or it says Tony, or it says Jimmy. You go, well, n- n- no. On the, the, the real, full name should be the real name. No, my nephew's called Charlie. He's not called Charles. And that's on the birth certificate. Mm-hmm. That is disgusting. Wow. That is disgusting. That's judgmental. Uh, very, very judgmental. Because what they have done is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> that's what they have done, is they have made a mockery of Jesus Christ. But I call him Charles, and that really annoys them. I've elongated the you name. You might as well just call him Blair, because they, cause Charles is, is not connected to his name. No. So his um, his forename is incorrect. I'm guessing his Christian name is wrong as well. Pardon? His forename is a mockery of 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 
life and but, names. Um, and I think it's Christian now. I don't want to know. Chris, don't say it's Christian name because I don't well, want to identify the family Christian and embarrass the, them. The first. Yeah. So don't don't name it because I don't want to embarrass the family. But right. um, I, maybe send me an email so I can I can hunt them down. Oh. Make their life misery. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Catherine's in the studio. Yes. Um, for Nigel James, he's got a little little Kathy Boner. We heard that Nigel James had said it wasn't hashtag good radio, so we decided to make some hashtag good radio and put hashtag Kath in the studio. I don't think it's good radio without Kath and uh, I'm finding it very hard to finish off, so if you could... Oh, my God. uh, So I've decided to come up with a competition um, for Nigel James. It's called the Nigel James What's That Noise? Yeah. And uh, you have to guess this tune. Yeah. Dum, 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 dum. Are you just making a tune yourself? No, I'm catching it. I tell you what, we could we could recreate mm. one of the horniest things I've ever seen in my life. Oh, I know. I, I no, know no, that. no, no, because it was horny without any any actual nicky knacks going on. I don't. There were some nicky knacks, but they were on a poster in the back. I don't even want to pretend. You're gonna have to make it to a real dead ringer for love. Oh, yeah. Re- that's one of the ho- sexiest. Well, felt- ever since I can remember, you've been hanging around this joint. Ooh, That's a great video. Yeah. And they're on, like, the bar. Yeah. And there's a singing and a songing and a loving and a drinking and all the kind of I things. I don't know anything about you, baby. But you're everything I'm dreaming of. I don't know who you are, but you're a real dead ringer for love. I'll tell you what, the next rabbit hole. Not in Bath, no, because they're, they're... No, quite... they're a bit sedate there. London. Okay. De- December the 9th. No, London are too cool. We're going to warm them up. On December the 9th, you and me... Hello? Okay, I thought I heard someone. December the 9th, we're going to be performing... Um, you're going to see our dead ringers. <laughs> we should... Uh, I mean, it really should be for Fright Night, dead ringer. Oh, uh, maybe. Maybe we'll do it. Maybe we'll do it for Fright Night. We're trying to sell more tickets for that, though, so... Good evening, Oliver! Hello, hello, Ian and Kath. Hello, Oliver. I'm glad you're about Kath. Oh. Are you? And is it because I'm mumsy? Because this is what I'm hearing a lot of. Apparently, I'm <laughs> like it's like being six and talking to your mum. No, good. No, cool aunt. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's... the kind of aunt that you'd want to sleep with. <laughs> oh, stop it! Are you allowed to have sex with your aunts? No, not well. No. Are not you? Blood related, I don't think. Um... I'm not. That I've looked into it. Oh, God, no. Okay, I need to do a little bit more research before I reply to that email. That's an outrage. Anyway, Oliver, you didn't come on for that. What did you come for? Uh, <laughs> hey, uh, Ian. Yes, when sir. You, when you called the uh, late night alternative with Catherine Boyle yeah. last week, yeah. you said yes, um, that you applied for a job uh, of being a gay. Uh, sex chat person. Um, I, yeah, I couldn't remember if I'd applied for the job of being a gay sex chat person or writing scripts that women would read for men. I can't remember, uh, but I was I definitely it was definitely involved. It was definitely a job that would have involved giving men boners. Is there any chance you, you know you could give us some of the lines that you were thinking of? Yeah, definitely, man. Um, oh, okay, God, really? what's your well, what's your genre? What do you mean? What, what, what gets am I into? Yeah. Uh, gay gay or straight? Gay or straight? 
I'll have gay. Okay. I'll have gay. All right, okay. Uh, you. Now, do, do you want me to tell you a story or are we going to interact? Uh, I don't mind, whatever you prefer. I think if I was called, well, I think I would like some interaction. Really. Well, look at you. Mm. Look at you. Oh, God. You have been a very naughty boy. Come on. <laughs> what have you been well, up why to? I, um, I, I, I prefer me. to be a good boy. I don't... Can I to be a good can boy? I be, yeah, could I be a good boy for you? You can be a very good boy for me as long as you do exactly as you're told. You. Um, and what, what are you wearing? What am I wearing? Just a pair of tight black Calvins. <laughs> they shrunk in the wash. Very oh, tight. Really? Yeah. Are you? Are you quite hairy? Is that what you like? Yeah. Yeah, I'm hairy. What are you wearing? <laughs> Boy, uh, I'm wearing a pair of boy fronts. Take them off. Come oh, on. God. We're all friends here. Come over here. Let me take them off with my teeth. Oh, yes, please. So, how, how big are we talking downstairs, are you? Well, I can't tell you my penis size because we're on, <laughs> we're on the radio. <laughs> but, um, let's just say you, you've got big hands. And you're going to need both those big hands. <laughs> See, I, I could do it. I could do it. No, no, no. I could do it, couldn't I? I could do it. I think so. But I didn't really get you what your role you were. Because I would, like, if it was me... I was a dominant older man, and you were, um, like, the younger boy. Legal, obviously, you know what I mean? But it was, there, was yeah. like a, there was, like, kind of a bit of a sub-dom thing going on there. See, I was thinking, like, doing a role-play where, like, I'm a New York... Fireman. <laughs> well, you should have been more specific. I'm like, am I supposed to pick that up from you? Well, like, if I if I was applying for, I'd I'd do a whole you know scene of me being the, the sexy New York fireman. You know, I'm <laughs> I've gone to Christopher Walken for some reason. <laughs> Christopher Walken with a speech defect. <laughs> right. So, do you want to be the fireman? Yeah. Um, All right, and I'm like a victim. I'm a like a burns. I'm in a, in a burning building. No, you're on the end of the hose. Well, I was like, uh, hi. I'm just getting off my shift of being a New York fireman. <laughs> Sounds like you've uh, had like a brain injury. <laughs> hi, I'm just getting off my shift. Stop it. Uh, I hit my head today, but uh, <laughs> I'm, well, hey I'm, there. I'm here to relax now. Hey there. Uh... Mr. Fireman, uh, you look oh. all sweaty and hot, and I know that the water is out at the firehouse. I'm, I'm just two I'll blocks from here. Maybe, water. maybe I, I'm just two blocks from here. Maybe uh, you want to come and uh, have a shower at mine, and uh, maybe I, we I could, could use that. Maybe we could have some um, man sex. <laughs> <laughs> I'm into I'm into sex with men. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> and that's great. Let's go and screw. Ah, screw that. Let's go get a hot dog. I'll go and watch the New York Yankees playing ball. Right. That's more sexy. That's sexier. <laughs> I want to watch the New York Yankees. I'm going to eat a hot dog. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to think in my head is you, but I'm hungry for food. That was oh, great. Sorry. Yeah, it was. Uh, I, haven't got my, I haven't got my tickets for the board game thing yet. Yeah, but well, it's because you're not coming. Oh. Did you do it through PayPal? Yeah, it's, also, it's fine, man. It's fine. It's fine. Just chill Roger, out. I'm, I'm taking Roger. Roger's my date. 
Oh, it's, um, it's this so, Ollie. Oh, God. I should... yeah. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. I wouldn't have been so sex- sexual with you if I'd have known it was you. Well, oh, why? Because you're, you're, you're 13. I I'm ha- joking. I, He's an adult. I hate to point this out, but I think that would be considered a... Oh, no, you're supposed to keep him on as long as possible, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like... Yeah. Oh, he's still on, so you're earning quite good money now. I could do it. T- I, I could do it, actually. I wonder how you get signed up for one of those agencies where you get patched through mm. to someone horny. Hey, there. Well, it's all, it's all like live streaming now, isn't it? Like on webcam. And you, oh, you, I'm not you, doing that. But you've, you've done, like, when you're asleep. You just got out Yeah, but I, I, just, do I don't mind doing when I'm asleep, but I, I can't do sexy webcam because I'm famous. But if you, did, if you sleep naked, there you go, there's your money. Oh it's, all, it's all gone a bit Leslie Grantham. I couldn't do that. <laughs> Leslie Grantham taught all of us. I'm, I'm glad Leslie Grantham was the first because he taught all of us horny celebs. Don't do that. Thank you, Leslie. We appreciate it. We appreciate you travelled that path before us. And I can't look Ian Botham in the eye anymore. <laughs> Oliver, you're a naughty boy and you're going to get your bottom spanked. Thank you very much indeed. Mr Olbers called us up. And then he put the phone down. Oh. That's a shame. That's kind of a lowbrow thing to do. This is Talk Radio. <laughs> late night conversation. Wealth losing sleep over. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. 0344 499 1000. Nigel from Maidstone. Good evening, Nigel. Good evening, Ian. I just found your new song. Whoa, straight in there. That's roasting on an open fire. I recorded it about... We're not doing Christmas... No, 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 no. We're not doing Christmas songs a day before my mum's birthday. On my mum's birthday now. Yeah, but I'd like you to hear it. No, no, yeah, I'll hear it in December. Oh, okay. Well, I've got another one on here. Um, So I had another bill come in today. Okay, well, uh, that's... A gas bill. Okay. And that was £500. Well, I I hope you've got an adult sorting that out for you, like we've said. I haven't got anyone. Well, then you need... I'm waiting for him to turn up at the moment. You need to find someone to to sort that out for you, Nigel. They haven't haven't been to see me. I've been been trying to contact them. What did the Citizens Advice Bureau say? Oh, no, I've not had the nerve to go there yet. I've got to wait for these other people. Nigel, Nigel, Nigel... Nigel, all I'm going to say is, and then we're going to hear your song, you yeah. need to get the nerve to go there, otherwise things could get start getting a well, little bit hairy. Do it on my own. You need someone with you. You, you need to... You need Just to, running this back. Nigel, yeah. you need yeah. to sort this out as soon as possible, because otherwise it, could, it can probably be sorted now, but if you keep ignoring this stuff, then it gets harder and harder to sort. So, yeah, by the way, I've got what? Good news. So, go on, quickly. Yeah, on uh, my on Facebook, on private. I've been talking to Miley. No, you haven't. Pri- no, you haven't. You haven't, Nigel. You I haven't, have Nigel. The Happy Nigel, Foundation. Nigel, you haven't been talking to Miley Cyrus. I can't. She asked me what I want to do with Nigel. her, and I said I wanted to make a song with her. Okay, no, um, Nigel. And, and Nigel, I can't do this anymore. I can't. Oh, I can't okay. propagate this fantasy. You haven't been talking to Miley Cyrus. Is that Ian Lee? Because you sound different. Yep. What have song? You got a cold? Yes. What song would you like to sing for us tonight? Well, this, uh, this is um, talking in your sleep. This one. It's beautiful a song. Thing. Yeah, I love it. Uh, I'll just, I'll just try. Hang on. Here we go. This is a song. Bits. 
wish you'd pass away in your sleep. That was, that was torturous. Well, the best one I wanted to do, you wouldn't let me do, would yeah, you? Because it's October! The I'm Christmas not... one. Yeah, exactly. It's October! Oh. It's much better than that, because I'm singing with Cliff Richards. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for your call, Nigel. All right, then. Bye-bye. 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 Did we, alive. Did we do the ads at quarter past Mallow? Mallow. <laughs> so I made this spoof video today, right? Yeah. Of to because I got this record company and it's got this new Mike Nesmith record out live at the Troubadour, so I've made this spoof video, which is ri- ripping off a video that Michael Nesmith did in about 1980, so nearly 40 years ago. He did this comedy show, won the first ever video Grammy for this this comedy video he made called Elephant Parts. Yeah, it's, it's you know it's hit and miss, it's hit and miss, but it was innovative at the time. Like videos, in it was innovative. Right? No one had ever done it before, and within that show he does a spoof advert for his then current live lp live at the palais where he uses the record as a tool in the kitchen to cut up chips to smash tomatoes to mix pasta dough and he's using it as a knife right destroys the record makes a mess it's a funny little skit and so because i got this record label and we got this mike nesmith record i thought well why don't we do (coughs) a pastiche of that Right, we'll, we'll, we'll rip that off. And, and my mate Jeff came round today, did it in about an hour, did it shot for shot, and he's put it all together. It looks great. Looks great. Shot for shot, exactly the same. Right. I've just posted it um, on some Facebook pages. Some people get the joke. Some people get the reference. Some people are furious with me. Here's, here's one from Andy. Total disrespect to vinyl. <laughs> Is that, right, first of all, yeah, and it broke my heart doing it. But also, I got I got loads of those albums. I made them. I got I got about twenty of those albums. But yeah, it broke my heart. And I think what well, I've still got the record. I gave. I had to wash it in the sink. And I think what we'll do is we'll give it away as a prize at some point. But it's a thirty-second silly video. If you know your your Nesmith history, you'll get the reference exactly. And if you don't, well, it doesn't matter. But total disrespect to vinyl. The hell, the hell is wrong with you, man? Where is your S O H, your sense of humour, for crying out loud, you miserable people on Twitter and Facebook and all of these places? It it really does. Um, it confuses me. It worries me. Um, it's a it's a it's a strange old world. Um, thank you, Matt. Um, yeah, here's so here's my thinking, right? Um, and I tried to express this in tweets, and people went, oh, Ian's just been a miserable git, you know, he's got he's to chill out, man, he's making it all about him. Um, some people were upset with the way I dealt with Carol on Friday's show, and if she phoned out, I will, of course, apologise, because I don't want to upset her. But also, I kind of I kind of stand by why what happened. I, you know, I'll apologise, because I don't want to upset her, but I, I don't, you know... Here's the thing. Lots of people phone in with um, uh, mental health stuff and suicidal stuff and uh, drug stuff and alcohol stuff. And, um, you know, Nigel phoning in with his deceased mum, which is really sad and is continuing and and ever-increasing worries with the bills. And I... 
uh, and, and apparently Carol called in when I wasn't listening to you and you kind of explained some of what she said, but I didn't really hear all of it. And so that's why people were calling me out for treating her badly on Friday. Okay. Well, okay. Um, so here's the thing. We've always encouraged, because I talk about my shiz, we've always encouraged people calling in and talking about their mental health stuff and, and their problems and their life and stuff. But I got, there's a couple of things couple of avenues of concern I have. And I'd be keen to get your thoughts, dear listener, and your thoughts, Catherine, because we've not really talked about it. We've talked about it a bit, but not a lot. So, right, first, the most practical thought is, I worry if it's boring. I worry if it's boring. Is it is it a boring listen to have... Uh, you know, sometimes it's, it's a couple of people a night. Sometimes it can be, um, like, it can be a couple of hours of people phoning in I don't know if that's a boring listen. My job is to make this show as entertaining as I can. That's that's what it is. It's a numbers business, right? So is that boring? People phoning in and sharing their emotional and mental pain. Okay, so that's 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 one, and perhaps that's the the least important of the two avenues. <coughs> the other avenue is. Every time someone phones in and uh, says that they're struggling with drugs or alcohol or mental health or that their mum has died and, or that, you know, N- Nigel, for example, is I take a little bit of that home with me. I worry about what's going to happen to Nigel. OK, I can sort of see and it's probably the same conclusion that you can see, Catherine. I can see a conclusion happening that isn't actually particularly great for a while, but could probably work out for the best. Right. So Nigel phoning in and, and uh, talking about his mum and his bills and stuff, I carry a bit of that anxiety home. And so I carry a tiny little pebble of it home. But then you've got Carol phoning in, and then you've got someone phoning in about their, the fact that they use cocaine at the weekend, and then you've got some, oh, I would love some cocaine, man. And then you've got people phoning in saying they're gonna, they want to kill themselves, and then you've got all these and all, all these little pebbles I take all these little pebbles home and I put them in my pockets and I put them uh, on like a sack on my back and in my coat and after a while these pebbles add up these add up to like boulders worth of, of stuff that I'm carrying uh, carrying around with me and I can't sleep sometimes and I really want to take drugs sometimes because people are talking about taking drugs and I'm worrying well, what's going to happen with Nigel and uh, is there any, could, should I be doing something more you know, should I be doing something more? So carry all this stuff around. And then if I get something to, to compound all of that, if I get something in inverted commas wrong, and I'm putting it in inverted commas because by wrong, I mean, if someone on Twitter or another a listener or someone on Facebook thinks I have handled a situation in an uncool way, in a way that they would have handled completely differently, then they speak up about it, sometimes in an aggressive way, sometimes in a pleasant way. I wouldn't have done it like that. I'd have done it like this. But I then take that as a personal criticism, and I lash out and tell people to F off and stuff, which isn't appropriate. And I get angry, and I get upset, and my ego gets a bit hurt that people have called me out. And then I spend a lot of... I spent all weekend... I spent a lot of this weekend sat at the computer thinking, did I handle the Carol situation the right way? Did I? What would I have done? A lot of the weekend was spent worrying about a five, ten minute phone call 
and the after effects on that specific person and also the after effects on several people who chose to speak up about it online. And um, kind of, you know, buzz killed my weekend. You know, it did. It kind of, it kind of ruined the weekend because I was just worrying about it and, and thinking, well, what can I do differently? So I don't know. What I'm saying is, dear listener, 0344 499 I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. I want this show to be fun, and I want people to call, be able to call in about anything they want. I also don't want to go home um, fantasising about cocaine and um, losing sleep and um, having ruined weekends. Ruined is a slightly strong word, but you get the idea. Uh, you know, having weekends interfered with because of... Cause, and, and feeling depressed, you know, feeling depressed because of the stuff that is, is um, not being dumped on me, is being deposited on me. So I don't know whether we say, right, no more calls about people's mental health. You don't want any more calls. I don't want, I don't want Nigel to talk about his, his mum and the bills. I don't want people talking about drugs. I just want to, you know, I want a list of celebrities that you um, would punch in the face. And um, if you've ever stolen anything and what was the name of your first pet? You know, do we do a show like that? That feels that feels like a slight betrayal of what we've set up here. But also, I think at the moment, it's weighted too much the other way. And I don't know, and this is our job, Catherine, but I don't know how we get the balance right or what the balance even looks like at the moment. Your thoughts, please, Catherine Boyle, co-host and producer of The Late Night Alternative. Well, this is a conversation we'll probably be easier to have off air but since you've initiated it on it let's do this okay um i think that uh you are you know yourself very well and at the moment where you feel um that it's um jeopardizing your own health (coughs) and uh sobriety then obviously we need to do something about it maybe we just don't (sighs) answer the phone no i wasn't going to say that i I don't think you're going to be happy with just doing the stu- playing stupid games and no, stuff. No, no. But if it means that we do it for a week or so while we work out the next step, then okay. then perhaps that's what we do. Well, look, Carol's called in. Hello, Carol. Hello. Hello, Carol. I would. I would like what to. What are you talking about? Well, upsetting me. Well, this is exactly I'm not upset. This is what I thought, but some people considered that I was rude to you on Friday. I well, don't think to do with them. Well, before I phoned you, there we go. Uh, just to say yeah. that it's a problem for a lot of people that have divorces. Oh. The children end up being bad. The bad mouth, people bad mouth the parent. Yeah, that's not there. Yeah, and it can cause all sorts of problems with in my situation. And I just wanted to share that with you because yeah. it, it's an important issue that that's child abuse to badmouth the father or the mother because you don't like them. It's their, you know, it's their parent. Yeah. If you didn't, you should have been more careful. You know, I'm upset. You you said yeah. before I phoned, I didn't listen to the last half an hour. Oh, I didn't. I fell asleep. Well, I phoned about quarter to one. Yeah. So that was I phoned when I knew 
that you'd not listen because you f- fell asleep. Yeah. So I wasn't expecting you to be. Okay, but if I was rude to you, or if I was, if I was rude, no, to you, you shut up, woman, for crying out loud! Shut up. Well, like, people need to put out. It's not to do with them. But I'm sorry if I, I'm sorry if I, if I was rude to you. I feel I ought to say that, and I also kind of really agree with what you're saying. But the the, the thing is, we are speaking in a public forum, so people are listening and people get emotionally well, involved in the show. Man, they're all knitting them. <laughs> but 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 it's no to do with them tweeting and twerping. I don't even have Twitter because no. I can't be bothered with it no, because it's, it's full of people pestering and saying stupid things they don't know nothing about. How can you make an informed comment to me? Huh? When you haven't heard what I'm talking about, because you was off poorly the day before. But I can also understand why people online get involved, because they listen to the show and they invest emotionally in the show and the people, the the characters that call it up. um, So I kind of get that. But, yeah, I, I, I think your point is more important. Well, you don't have to say sorry to me, but I did phone. I was planning to phone you. And it's the time's gone by because I'm listening to, you know, what you're saying. Yeah. And, and I was going to phone in to say thank you to the lady. Is it G- Giselle? I can't Giselle. remember her name. That's her. Lovely Giselle, yeah. yeah. And she said about, you know, your daughter's an adult. And because of her, I, it really focused my mind. Yeah. Because when you're enmeshed in a situation, you can't see your way out, can you? Because no. you're kind of stuck in with your head in a in a fuzzy cloud. And it's useful for people who are not in... who, who can give you an objective view to, to say. But I, so I wanted to say thank you, Giselle, for uh, advice. Can I just and say... I've night, done my, the card. Yeah. So um, I've asked my friend to post it. Yeah. So the stress is gone. Yeah. I've kissed Good. it goodbye. Good. And I've sent a little note yeah. written from one adult to another... Here we go. ...to her, which won't get intercepted yeah. by anybody no. else who lives there. The interceptor. Um, and, well, it's you know who yeah. the blabby mouse. Yeah, but I'm not gonna. Good. I I don't. It's no point in being horrible. I'm not gonna lower myself to be horrible. Back Good. Good. Because it's no point. Carol, excellent. Thank you. I'm glad that we made peace, <clears throat> and that sounds good. And let us know how those things go. Thank you. Uh, Nigel James is enjoying. I can't do Nigel's voice anymore. Nigel James is enjoying the show again. Uh, great, Ian Lee, great radio now. Making it real, connecting with your listeners. That's great radio. <laughs> Thank you, Nigel. Remember when Nigel used to send us his audition tapes, and now he's telling us... Yeah. Um, Meanwhile, over on the Talk Radio uh, fans page, yeah. Ian Lee sons his posse this afternoon is so far, brackets, much better. There's no need for those brackets, by the way, Robert. Hang on. So my posse? Yeah. I, can, I think it... he's misspelling boss. <laughs> bossy. <laughs> I'm not bossy. I'm the boss. Who's who's written that? Uh, Robert York. He's good, Robert York. I like. I respect him. I don't. I think he's a. Uh, um, anyway. Yeah. Yeah. He's not got a real picture. Oh, what a shame. From a distance, the world looks so small. 
So it just goes to show some people like it, some people don't. Yeah. I can't be chasing the ones that don't. No. I'm going to chase so... Nigel James, though, and kill him. Um, good evening, Carl. Good evening, Ian. Yes. Oh. Carl Hello. is a robot and he's creaky. <laughs> it's my chair that's creaky. Yeah. Of course all right, it is. Mate. All right, Reggie Perrin, of course it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I thought I'd ring tonight just to say that I really enjoy your show. I've been listening now for six months. As you know, I've rung in a couple of times. Could you give us £10 uh, each? <laughs> no. If you like it that much, mate, you're getting it for free. Give us a few quid. That's the least you... You've listened to six months. So um, that is... Uh, four, uh, that's, that's about 20, uh, that's, that's about 150 shows, right? That's got to be worth yeah. 20 quid. We've cried about three times on air in yeah. that time. That's got to so. be worth a tenner each, mate. Come on, cough up. Come on, you <laughs> no, tight one. Well, you, you enjoyed it. <laughs> Don't look at that watch, eh? Yeah. All right, Carl, carry on. No. We'll let you continue, but we're disappointed. Creaky Carl. I'm, I'm more concerned about Ian, actually. Thank you. Yes. Um, both of you, fantastic. You work together. I wouldn't compete one against the other. No. I think you're a good team. But who is your favourite? <clears throat> you, obviously. I don't have a favourite. I think you work very well You together. must have a favourite. I've got a favourite son. No. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, you shouldn't have. No, I, do, I do. It's natural. It's natural. I I, no. I don't intellectualise everything. Sometimes I just go with my gut feeling, and, and that's what you're scared to do, Carl. Right. Well, my suggestion... <laughs> Yes, regarding how you feel about your work yes. is that your, your insecurities and your sensitivity should just be kept at work yeah. and not into your private life. Yeah, but how, should... do you, how do you do that? Well, all right, well, let's look at the bigger picture. There's got to be um, people out there that are firemen and policemen that's yeah. dealing with death and yeah. dead bodies. Yeah. And... You don't deal with any of that. Right. You do deal with people's lives, fair yeah. enough, but you don't actually see the things. Right. So it's these people obviously put things into boxes. <laughs> so it's not as bad as a fireman. Time. We had. A, I can do a fireman role play. We've established that. I think. I think those yes, people you, you described there, though, Carl, get counselling at work. Well, yes. And it would take a lot to counsel you two, I would have thought. Yeah, he's going to get a slap. Oh, no. no, no Counselling Carl. Right, let me just cash that shade you through. There we go, Carl. You're going to get a smack bottom. Thank you very much. I enjoy that. That's a pleasure. He's a very, very naughty boy. Come and see and me. that's why he and, rang uh, up. And, yeah, exactly. He wants part of my sex chat line. Um, good evening, David. Uh, hello, hello. Both of you. Hello, hello to you. So, uh, I've got a couple of things to tell you about. Actually, I've got a third one now, because um, you're going to get Carl to pay you for all the times he's been listening. But actually, you probably owe him for free counselling now, I should think. Well, but having said uh, all that... I'm going I'm to buy you a new phone, because your phone sucks, but carry on. Sort of. Um, anyway, um, about what you were saying about uh, how much you share and whether you think the show's going in the right direction... The thing that is really great about your show is the fact that you swerve from very deep, meaningful conversations and um, callers who are going through quite a lot to total idiotic things like last week when you think family fortunes, which is the funniest thing I've heard in ages. More on that in a minute. But if you think of um, things like Watchdog, um, people see that as a way of solving their problems. And the only thing I'd say is you need to be careful not to have it so that everybody ends up phoning, hoping you can solve all their problems. 
because most of you would love to, both of you, and you do an amazing job doing so. You can't solve everybody's problems. And so maybe the balance does tip a little bit that you don't want to get seen as... Maybe we need to... Maybe I... And I haven't done this. I'm going to say this. I haven't done this for eight years. Maybe Uh, I need to wrestle a listener. Maybe I need to get in the ring, get down and dirty with a a listener who's physically slighter than me, and have a wrestling match. I did it before, and I won, and I'm not afraid to do it again. (laughs) And win. Well, Um, well, you can't take on someone like Nigel, though. You've got to take on someone like Gatford. Well, come on, man. Come on, man. I'm not going to fight anyone who's over the uh, five foot nine. In girth or height. Daddy splash on you. Did, did, did daddy, yeah, daddy splash. Daddy, daddy, big daddy killed a man doing the daddy splash. I know he did. Yes. Doing the splash. Didn't you call it something else the other day? It's, no, I called it. No, you you keep calling it splash. It's not called a splash. It's called a daddy splat. I think it was the splash. It was the daddy but splat. Do you want to know? Do you want to know the main reason? I Hang on a second, Catherine. Could you get, get the name of Big Daddy's trademark <clears throat> finishing move? Yeah. Was it the daddy splash? No. Or was it the daddy splat? Five pence. It's the splash. Be quiet, boy. But be quiet, boy. Be quiet. My way. research team is in on this. Here we Hang go. On. Come on, Catherine. Anytime. Come on, Kath. Uh-oh. Come on, Kath. Now, Google <laughs> Google is suggesting splash. Bye, yeah, well, Google's wrong. Bye, Pete. Shut up, man, because Google... Bye, well, well, shut up, man. You don't just go by the first thing you find on Google. It's a daddy splat. No, splash. It's a daddy splat. According to the Shirley Crabtree entry of Wikipedia, it's talking re- about splash. Hang on a minute. Right. Yeah. Hang on. Get stuffed, you. Wikipedia. Take that, Lee. You're the father of a son who thought it was the TV screen. Be quiet. He's sick. I'm starting to I see a pattern. you on air. He did. Big. Oh, you can double or quit. I can destroy you in noughts and crosses. <clears throat> it was... Uh, the but Independent I, is saying his signature move was the splash. That was in his obituary by Pierre Peroni. Mm-hmm. Wednesday, 3rd of December. 1997. It's gone very quiet. In yeah, the this is what life. happens when he's wrong. Yeah. Is he sulking or is he crying? He's desperately trying to find it's written splat somewhere. That's what's happening. <laughs> he's writing his own Wikipedia. Page. He is. Quick, quick. Where does edit, it say edit, Daddy's edit. flat? Okay. Where does it say it on there? It doesn't say. Oh, it. flipping it! It did, and now I've moved on. I've got Flash. the. I've got it in the Independent. No, 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 no! I don't give it. The Independent is fake news media. Is it? Yes, mate. Well, because Wikipedia is often fake, isn't Shut it? Shut up! <laughs> what? Where, where in Wikipedia? All right, hang on. Does it say what you claim? It says... When you are proven wrong, are you going to apologise? Oh, I apologise. After Big Daddy had delivered a splash and pinned King Kong Kirk. Where? There's a splash on the independent front page. Shut your face, you're going to get an absolute... (laughs) Splash. Hang on. Uh... Hang on. Here we are. Here. I'm trying to find it. Boom. Hang on, Hang on shut, please. Sh- tell me to shut it now, I no, found it. No, no. Here. Easy. 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 Oh, embarrassing, really, isn't it? Sad. No, it's not. It's, it's not quite not. sad to see a, a great beast brought so low. No, it says here. Broken man. Uh, no, you can, you can, you can, I tell you what, mate. You can, tell mate, you can, you can, um... Have you just changed it? You can, you can... Um... You've just changed it. No, I haven't changed it. It says Daddy Splat. No. It, if you refresh 
your page. Wow. So you have changed it. No, I haven't. That's outrageous. Edited you edited no, I have a dead man's Wikipedia page. If you refresh your page, <gasps> it says, after after uh, Big Daddy had delivered a daddy splat <laughs> and Pink King, Pink King Kong Kirk, <gasps> daddy splat, daddy splat. You are Easy. disgusting. Oh, Thanks so much for your call, David. You, oh. That is low. Daddy splat you in a minute, but I need to take my trousers off first. What? The Wild Man of Late Night Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Doing great radio now, guys. You're really communicating and connecting with the audience. Great radio. I'm really really proud of you guys. Thank you. That's not a bad impression. People that say things like great radio, seriously. I've got no souls. Good evening, Kevin. All right, Ian. Hello, Kevin. What can we do for you? I've on got this a bit time? of a bad throat here. I've got a cold. Oh, man alive! There's one going round. Yeah, no, weird. I caught it off off me mate. Well, uh, Come here tonight, and I've caught it off him uh, the other day. Did he sneeze in your mouth? Did you lick him? <laughs> what? Hello. Yeah, mate was here tonight. He was here tonight as well. Is he there tonight? Aha! I think he's been on the spice, though. Well, that's very naughty. We don't don't condone spice. Spice is a horrible drug, man. I've never took it. I haven't took drugs in years. Any, you know, uh, 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 any drug just leaves you looking like that, you think, nah, I think I'll skip that. Anyway, Kevin. I said, I can't be bothered listening about your past. I've got my own past. Everybody's got a past. I said, Ian. Yeah. Hey. What have you got for us tonight, Kevin? Yeah, what it is, Ian. I was watching a programme yesterday, right? And then it was monkeys. Have you you narrated that series about uh, monkeys? Monkeys do the funniest things. Do I narrate it? Yes, I, pro- I did. I probably did a, a year or so ago. Yeah. Yeah, I was, I was laughing. I'm sure that's you, Lee. Yeah. I was right. Yeah. I watched with the clips at the end. I like the. I love monkeys. You know the part where, where they're jumping in, in, in the mirror. I just love monkeys. Everyone loves monkeys. Monkeys are the best, man. The pop group, the animal. I remember I was was in Gibraltar. My brother was over there when he was in the army. Yeah. (coughs) Pray for me me and my mum and my dad to go there. There, um, yeah, there's monkeys. In Japan, there's loads of monkeys. You go up in the mountains of Japan. Monkeys everywhere. Yeah. Where to go? Thailand. Oh, Th- Thailand Thailand scares me <laughs> because it's Monty. a very naughty place and if I'm surrounded by naughtiness I find it hard to look at the Buddhist <laughs> monks instead I start looking at the naughtiness yeah <clears throat> there's a lot of naughtiness there's a lot of naughtiness and I'm, you know, I don't want to demean the whole, the whole country of Thailand because I'm sure it's a beautiful well it is a beautiful place and beautiful people and wonderful things but it does have a reputation of being a very very naughty country Let's name the top five naughty countries. Um, Saudi Arabia is number one. Saudi Arabia is not naughty. If you if you do anything naughty there, you get choppy choppy. No, that's what I mean. Chop chop square. That's what it's called, isn't it? Yeah, but you know, but but, but I, not for me. Naughtiness is not having my my hands chopped off. Yeah, well, that happens as well. 
Yeah, I know. No, I was thinking more of, well, Amsterdam is in the country, but Amsterdam. Yeah, I'm, sp- I'm, sp- I'm, I'm supposed to go there and be soon. I bet, I bet you have. Absolutely. Yeah, you have a great time, huh? Yeah, I've been there a couple of times, actually. Yes, man. Yes, I'm in I'm, there. And I've been to the, yeah, across the across the road as well. I wouldn't go across the road. No, the rave clubs. The rave, the rave clubs. You said, yeah. Okay, I'm worried for a second. I Have you ever heard of the club called Treasure? I've only heard of the Banana Bar. Treasure Techno Club. Banana Bar, naughty club. <laughs> that's no, the, that's the ping pong treasure. place. Oh, yeah. This is proper boom boom music. Well, it sounds great. Maybe we should go out one night and... Um, yeah, you yeah. want to. I want to, man. I want to go out with you and your mate. Not when you've got cold, so I'm not going to lick him. But no, I want to go out cold. and... I want to go out and have a great time with you guys. I want to party. Honey and lemon. I want to have some honey and lemon and party. Nice one, Kevin. Thanks for the call, man. All right, thanks, you. Take Thank- care. Ta-ta. What a nice guy. Naughtiest places in the world. Go. Thailand. Amsterdam. Two or three more. Is, um... Well, Berlin had its time, didn't it? Yeah, I was going to say Berlin, Hamburg. Are they... Mm. I don't think Berlin is anymore. No. This is the thing. You mean, even Soho isn't that naughty anymore. Internet, innit? Yeah, everything is everything is virtual. You don't have to apply for trade anymore. Virtual and no reality. Um, oh, well. Mm. Oh, I'm Vegas. It's still oh, quite naughty, Vegas isn't it? Vegas is very naughty. I hated Vegas when I was there. I've been there. Definitely been there once. I feel like I've been there a second time. No, just the once it must be. Oh, it's a horrendous place. Awful. But with some amazing art there in terms of the shows. The Cirque du Soleil Beatles Love Show was the most amazing piece of live performance I've ever seen in my life. Everything. The theatre was built specifically for that show, so it's designed to accommodate that show, and it's just dumb. But it's a big explosion of fake in the middle of a desert. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> oh, my. I think, that was for yeah, really I think that was for you, Catherine. <laughs> I told you, Mum, stop phoning. Stop phoning. Uh, 03444991000. Do you want to do the Princess Diana... What, that this this bold story is bold and made up? Come on. <laughs> it Come is, though. On. Someone rang up someone that used to know Princess Diana and said, do you realise they're selling a zombie princess outfit on, um, you know, because Kate Middleton's mum and dad have got a party website? And she went, oh, that's terrible. And so they've made a big story out of it. Daily Star, Princess Kate's mum, Carol, has been blasted for flogging a Halloween costume of a Diana-style princess splattered in blood. <laughs> Diana First of style. all, what? It's not a Diana-style princess at all. Well, hang on a minute. Hang on. I a never minute. saw her in this particular <coughs> get-up. <coughs> the sicker-than-sick horror outfit is on sale on her firm's website, Party Pieces. By the way, if anyone's looking for um, a zombie child <laughs> dressing-up outfit, they know where to go now. It's caused huge offence. Well, has it? I mean, we're sort of talking about blasted and huge offence. Let's find out. It's caused huge offence because of a possible gruesome link to Princess Di, who was killed in a car crash in Paris in 1997. <laughs> stretching things I mean, quite a bit with this. Last night, Diana's close friend and psychic... 
I want to do. Can we? I want to do magic on the show tomorrow. Tomorrow's show is magic with a K. Psychic Simone Simmons said, "This is sicker than sick. I hope people boycott this site. There are plenty of other places for better Halloween costumes. This is really scraping the barrel. It's twisted and warped." I love it. Every Halloween, there's um, there's a Jimmy Savile outfit. Yeah. Uh, there's a suicide bomber outfit. Uh-huh. You gotta have balls to walk around, go to a Halloween party dressed up as a suicide bomber. That's a life choice. It really is, <laughs> isn't it? Choice. There's, they do it every year. There's this sick, sick, disgusting. This is outrageous. And they yeah. really. The thing is to find this stuff. You've really got to look quite hard on yeah. the online to find. It's there. Meanwhile, the people reading this thing go, "Oh, this, a lot of people say, oh, isn't that terrible?" And a lot of people go, "Oh, that's quite reasonably." I priced. like the detailing though on, on the blood-covered socks and little sandals. I know. No, yeah. I don't get what's wrong with a zombie princess because it's not Diana. Of course, it's not Diana. No. And, you know, you get, if, you, if there are going to be zombies, there'll be a zombie princess at some point. I mean, that is particularly splurgy blood-wise. I don't think my kids they, would want to wear do- that. They've doctored that, though, haven't they? Re- I and they've so. done the special makeup. That's the step too far for me. I my mean, the kids thing is, you can, t- you can tell, uh, Ian, well, though, you can tell it's fake blood because it's not brown, as we know when you were checked by an exactly. hour. That, yeah. that, that blood dried brown. Yeah. Yeah. Rich brown on your Rich T-shirt. Yeah. Um, I was listening to you this morning, Paul. Got to help you out. You're not the kind of listener we want, Ian. Up your game, son. <laughs> no, I didn't. I was having terrible trouble sleeping and oh, I fall asleep with the radio on. I was listening. I fell asleep listening. Did you hear our day. zombie guest? I know. I missed your They're zombie. They're looking guest. for. Uh, it's a company called Zombie Infection. They run zombie immersive experiences all oh. over the UK, and they've just got their dibs on an abandoned ferry on the coast of oh, North Wales, and they're looking it. for drama students, wrestling actors, anybody willing to have a go, students to be zombies for a weekend. Didn't we speak to someone who'd done it? So I call a phone in, and it was like their sort of part-time job, with yeah. a weekend job, and they yeah. did the family. Took the family. To Penny it. Smith did it as a punter in a Reading. You probably know the Reading shopping set that was abandoned for a while. Yeah, and yeah. We refurbished it, and she said it was terrifying because, and this bloke had. had a hand in August, about 10 years ago, because they went into a bit that had been the old children's play area, and there's the ball pond, and they're all excited, and then up from the ball pond rose slowly a zombie clown. Beautiful. Oh, God. And I said, he said, oh, yeah, Bobo, we know him well. <laughs> <laughs> That's a life, isn't it? Bobo what the zombie clown. What is on your show tonight, please, Paul Well, we're Ross. hoping to voyage to She Island on the show tonight. I saw your tweet about this. What the hell is this? It's an eight-and-a-half-acre island off the coast of Finland, very expensive, very exclusive resort. Um, the tabloids have it. There's no blokes, no bimbos, no biscuits, and no booze, oh. and certainly none of the former, no men. Yeah. So we're talking to the co-founder of this. I hope she's live in America tonight. But right. it's apparently one of those luxury resorts where you kind of rethink your life and get your head around things. Oh, so I'm okay. looking forward to that. And we're also, we're, we're gradually working our way around the remaining EU states because we worked out a couple of weeks ago, it was six months till we fall off the cliff or go into a liberated, bright new future, depending oh, on how you voted. Yeah. And uh, six months, 27 weeks, 27 remaining states. We're doing one a week. So tonight it's Spain, or this morning it's Spain. C- Catherine? What? Speak Spanish? To Paul, show off. Quieres que te diga? Cochino Marano. Oh. <laughs> Brown pig, that means. That's te all te I remember from my Spanish old Te quiero. Doce veces más, por favor. He's being racist now, is he? <laughs> Not really. Oh. Two more beers, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, and that's all coming up after one. Uh, we've got loads of other stuff on the programme as well, the load of old Tosh, as usual. And we are also... I wanted to talk a bit about a new... Um, it's one of those weird things. A box of crackers that the Royal Mint is offering for sale. Okay. Go on. Now, we know Disraeli said we're, we're two nations. This box of crackers off by the Royal Mint, £5,000. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. Yeah. But what are you getting in it? Like, diamonds. But does it, you know, at what stage would you think it's appropriate to pull those crackers, unless you're Boris Johnson or Jacob Rees-Mogg, and well, then you'd leave be, it to the servants? It'll, and It'll be that, because crackers are meant to be crap. You're meant to get a yeah. little, little game. And a terrible joke. Here's one for you. Yeah. What do you get when you walk under a cow? 
a pat on the head. Hey, <laughs> thank you very much. What do you call a dwarf who travels on the Paris Underground? There we go. Metronome. Okay. Now, you're supposed, to be, you're supposed to be, and sizes, you're supposed to be... Now, I'm being lowbrow. Encouraging... <laughs> don't you start. Encouraging <laughs> listeners. fine about it. I don't... I'm fine. Right. That is it. We are finished. Mm-hmm. Catherine. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. For your help. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we're managing to... We, we've established that Catherine is 17% more popular than me. I think we've managed to bring that down a little Dump bit. Dump my spirit a little bit. Yes, and exactly. that's only among the Ian Lee fan club. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So we're going we're gonna to try and knock that out of you. Not literally, unless we have to. Um, thank you, Sam. Don't forget to listen to podcasts. are plenty. There's a best of this. Oh, we've got Robin Ince in tomorrow. Robin Ince is on tonight. And then Jeff Goldblum is on Wednesday. Goldblum's happening. Goldblum Ooh, is fantastic. happening. S- fingers crossed. Uh, otherwise, well, unless Johnny Seifert books in for me. <laughs> no, <laughs> oh, no, don't even joke. Stay tuned for Paul Ross, who's up next. Uh, ta-ta!